Yep. Black Bob. Yep. Yep. of a million they died for all lives before we were children some of us we trying to make us a billion on real estate fancy cars and them buildings i'm trying to build foundations like a criminal and stop the wars where they looking for the mineral i ain't really heard no truth in a minute bro and watch the rappers they salute to they general they talk shit when i holler about freedom it's been a long time somebody gotta feed them i ain't in the kitchen cooking nothing all right want to welcome everybody to the South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show. I am Cameron Hawkins, and I'm joined by Travis Bryant. Travis, how's it going, man? What up, Cam? Live uh, audience, what up? Not the live audience. Yeah, well, yeah, you saying it one way. Uh, so yeah, man, we're um, it's been an interesting day even so far. Um, we got a super great email or super great message today from our buddy Chuck. Yes, um, we did. And it was, wow. Um, and you guys probably heard us talk about Chuck. Uh, Chuck is a comic book artist who draws really cool things, and he's drawn us. Like He, um, he already had, uh, if you guys, well, like, what do I want to say? If you look at, um, you know, the cover for Travis' podcast, you look at the cover for my podcast, um, so the fan-by-fan logo with the, uh, with the Flash design and the X, he's done that. And then on uh, PW Torch East Coast cast, the Trav host, um, he has that picture of Trav kind of in his uh, in his Kevin Owens yeah. garb, uh, fi- fight Trav fight. Um, yeah. So he's done that. Yeah. So and, and then cool he did stuff, so he did and, Dre two years or three years ago, uh, the first mm-hmm. kind of doodle, um, and and then the uh, the fight Trav fight. Yeah. Right, so he's already come through for us, for me, and now for for us over at yeah. Fan by Fan. It, it looks amazing, and it's not even it's not even done yet. Yeah, and that's our um. Oh yeah, so so we do have one coming for the Fan by Fan. Um, and if you guys see see saw our first cover art, which is kind of you know Trav and I's heads photoshopped on uh you know, flash and reverse flash. It's it's kind of a variation of that, but it's, you know, all hand drawn. So that's coming here pretty soon. But no, the thing he did for us is excuse me. The thing he did for us is for WrestleMania. So you know, WrestleMania is gosh, what, four weeks away in Dallas. So some of our buddies are coming down, like Trav's coming from Philadelphia. Um, my buddy Steve's coming from Kentucky, and uh, Dre's coming down. Um, got a bunch of guys meeting us in Dallas. Um, but what he did was, and it's a it's a riff on uh, on Bullet Club, right? Yeah, it's like a Bullet Club NWO mashup. 
Yeah, and so or not it's, mashup, um, but at least like it's inspired by those two. Yeah, playing paying homage to those. It's uh, Travis, myself, our buddy Shahid and Steve. Um, like all animated and posing is pretty cool. Um, so and just real, I just I wish, wanted to give him a shot. His is uh, lost in the in the ink, and the is T H A. So if you mm-hmm. uh, search "lost in the ink," you'll find uh, some info on him and and his. And it's him on. Uh, oh, you Google it. Okay, because I'm like I'm thinking about his Twitter handle. Is his Twitter handle the same thing? No, his uh, his okay. Instagram is lost in the ink. All one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like just really cool pictures, really cool detail. Um, and it's funny he took. Like, I don't. Um, I don't know what picture he used to you or Steve. Like the picture of Shahid, like Shahid's always kind of making that kind of face it's, pose. He, I feel so like he could have used any picture. I don't. I don't know if it's because Shah has like a simpler face or an easier like to. But I thought his looked. Could have just been hand drawn. Like the person steve was a second yeah. i think everybody's actually except mine was like so good and that's just probably because i'm being yeah. self-conscious but i thought just because it's like I, yeah i guess he's never met either you or i either but before either you know like he hasn't met shower steve but but he's yeah. interacted with us on social yeah. media way more without a doubt so he kind of knows our face just in his head he doesn't have to go looking for yeah an Instagram or uh, Facebook, uh, but to find Shahid, and you're right, his face kind of always having that perpetual, uh, uh, like baby yeah, scowl, baby skmirk, scowl, scowlurk. Yeah. <laughs> he's always about to say, "Oh, really?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like the picture he used of me when I saw it, I immediately knew what it was from. Like I knew it was from that boat okay. party, and so that's why, like, I put it together. I was like, "No, that's that's like same pose, everything." So it's real yeah. cool. And you know, the, the shawty really complained. She was like, she was like, your eyes need to be lighter. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm not going to, I'll bring it up, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to ask him to change no, that. No, like, all this hard work it. he's doing. He got to change it for yeah, it to be accurate. Hey, yeah. Light eyed like, bastard. Got to, <laughs> but I understand if it's like, hey, that's not going to come across to yeah. anybody. Yeah. Like, you're not going <laughs> to see that. So, no, but we, um, like, I know you guys kind of have a, um, like a motif you're going with at WrestleMania. So if we all get those, we have to wear them yeah, like one night during the weekend. I don't, I don't weekend. know what, what he's doing. I didn't have really know he was doing the thing. I kind of heard from you sort of that he was doing something. Yeah. But hey, just, if, if, if you want to yeah. get us t-shirts or designs for sure, hell yeah. Again. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to wear them. There are, yes. there are women of a certain age who would wear my face on their chest. I'm going to just leave that as is. No no reason to edit that out. Um, so, yeah. You know, as we... Um, and, again, shout out to Chuck, man. We appreciate the hard work. Um, just really cool designs. And it's that thing where like, seeing yourself like as a cartoon... Like, it's my first time, kind of. I just think it's the coolest thing in the world. Because I'm, I'm a big cartoon comic guy. I'm like, oh, God, that's me. Like, that thing on... Um, or was it on NXT or Tough Enough one season where the guys got to see themselves as action figures? Oh yeah, that's the yeah. coolest thing in the yeah. whole world. That, like that, to be like, like that's, that's so really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, we're we're on our way to being action figures. I want to be like a stretch Armstrong. I don't really want to do anything. I want to kind of be comfortable next to you as a toy. I don't want to like. I don't need a whole bunch of points of articulation. My knees don't need to bend. No, but my yeah. knees need to bend. 
Got to. And my elbow. <laughs> Elbows right, getting the got dropped. Yeah, yeah, you kidding? Wrist, uh, wrist, you want your whole head to turn around too, don't you? <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> so no, um, Travis, man, we uh, it worked last time. I think it can work again, man. Tell me about your week. Oh, well, uh, had a had a had a decent week. Um, you know, working good. Personal stuff went fair. Um, but, uh, but I did have a particular conversation with my younger brother who's, who lives with me. Um, he's 22 now, is 35. Yeah, he's 22. And we had a conversation about hip hop, current, now hip hop. Uh, my brother raps. His name's The River. Uh, R.I.V.A. He's got a ton of really well done professional videos on uh, on YouTube and other places, I'm sure. Um, but he's really into the culture and on like a really kind of level that I respect. I wish he was more kind of conscious. He is. I th- wish his music was was more like less, you know, niggas and bitches and more Pineal, pineal gland and awakening. <laughs> you know, you know. Like, again, it's not all one, but it's definitely closer to that than. Uh, yeah, it leans. It leans yeah. away. Uh, but it's like I grew up with you. I taught you, and you know, like. You know, yeah. But he don't perpetrate a fraud. Don't get me wrong. He's not. I'm slinging yeah. that dope, and you know, like for real. <laughs> yeah. Middle class kid, really. Um, but. Um, so I am really into Future, right? I got into him last summer when DS2 came out. It was all over Instagram. I, I, I take shots on stuff. Uh, so everybody that I kind of have a halfway decent respect for said it was phenomenal. Uh, 30 seconds, 42 seconds, whenever that beat dropped, and I was... Yeah, you hooked like, at that point. Because the production is... Right, like, I spent, like, a year, however long I've known about him. Like, I mean, because it's really been... Gosh, DS2 came out last summer. It's crazy. Because it's March. Yeah. Yeah, right. but okay. Um, but I spent a lot of time mocking him in particular, and Migos in particular, because they were the dominant trap sound. Right, and then here I am, like just amazed and like, wow, what have I been missing? And um, and this was coming off the heels of listening and liking that Drake album and realizing, like, oh, there's another guy. This, nothing was so, the same, huh? This nothing was the same, right? No, if you're reading. Or if you're reading, it's yeah, just too late. I think okay. that came out first, and then eventually I just kind of broke down and 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 and, and listened to it and was like, oh, this is good so i was way less hesitant to you know get ds2 however many weeks later so anyway so then fast forward to today i have everything futures ever put out right uh all of it yeah start to finish beast mode 56 nights purple rain (laughs) yep all that everything i got to join with him and um gucci main free bricks 
that's like one of my one of my favorite older. I don't like a ton of future stuff till like 2013, um, but that's like from 2011. I I really like that. Maybe 2012. Uh, that's a good yeah. mixtape. Um, but a thousand mics or a thousand something. All the Dirty Sprite one. You know, whatever. Not for me. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I got all of his stuff. I'm I'm all about future, and I think he's great. And I listen to. You know, so I can't get enough future. It's a limited amount of stuff. Even though he try to put out an album a week, it's still a limited amount. So you go on to your next, your newer, your other acts that are like future from extremes like Slug Christ and 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 what's the Korean kid's name? Kevin Kevin Ape something Ape, um, who really do like <laughs> Slug Christ is just. Like he, so he's going to OD on one of these songs, and that's going to be like, because he's doing. All yeah, he's like not future perpetrating somewhat of a fraud, you know. Future, like, yeah, I, I do. He's not talking about the things his, the guys around him are doing. He's talking about no, these no, are the no, guys no. I'm, I'm doing. doing this shit, and I'm like, I have a problem, and it, it's clear, and it comes through in my music, yeah. and it's again to a greater extent, a greater. Anyway, it's way rawer. It's probably doesn't help as far as it's a little grittier and definitely not as mainstream and glossy um so yeah so those extremes to the mainstream guys like this guy i heard of first time i heard of him was on a meme on instagram with hey arnold face to face a double image of hey arnold and it said when designer with two eyes met future i did not get what that meant yeah what's a designer okay like oh features like a line that I must have missed that Future says, you know, oh, I got draped out in designer. Maybe that's what they, I don't yeah. know how that's a meme. And then I start seeing it again and again, and I realize it's a person. And I'm aware of him just kind of peripheral, you know, on a peripheral. And, but on Friday night, something, um, I don't know, something prompted me to Google designer. So I Googled him. And like, oh, maybe this guy, like, oh, he does sound like Future, right? Like, I think you had said something about him maybe earlier in the day. We were talking about him somehow. And, but that night, I just, Friday night, I just decided to see what, what the internet had to say about him. First article is from, and this was only a few days ago, so maybe it's still the case. First article is from the Houston Press. Okay. Let's see. Houston Press, Houston Chronicle, there's Houston Press. Yeah, because I think you actually showed me that article, as a matter of fact. Okay, so designer, Google, um, first thing that, okay, now the first thing that comes up is his Wikipedia and his uh, YouTube video for the, his hit, his one song, Panda. I think he has yeah. two. Uh, genius. Houston Press. Okay, so the Houston Press is down. It's down a little bit. So, six days ago, okay. yeah. Designers Panda, Why This Song Sucks. And I was like, wow, well, what do they got get out against this? Coming right so at them. I clicked yeah. on it, and it's this fantastic write-up about your typical kind of why the song, the structure of the song, it's just kind of cat and it's, it's everything that resisted in that yeah. in that. Uh, Trinidad James. Oh, forever. Uh, 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 oh, what they were referencing. You know, Cat in the Hat yeah, is yeah, yeah. rap, Dr. Seuss, 
Yeah. It's like this. Uh, rapping, rapping Dalmatians from uh, Brown Sugar. <laughs> you don't remember that movie, Brown Sugar? With uh, Tay Diggs and uh, Sanaa Lathan? I mean, okay, yeah. And he wanted to make real hip hop, but then they had rapping Dalmatians. There were they were it was a black guy and a white guy. Get it? Rapping Dalmatians. Yeah, wasn't great. Um, so so yeah, so Houston Houston Press is just trashing why from a fundamental level this is just it's just drivel. It's just your 2016 pop rap nonsense. So as I'm. Oh, so, okay, so this is when I go to my, my brother. I go to him and say, what's up with this designer guy? I'm like a paragraph into this article, right? I'm kind of starting to put things together. And and I go to him, I say, what's up with this designer guy? He's like, I don't know. Oh, no, this is, duh, duh. <laughs> what, what prompted us talking about him is because he's on Life of Pablo. He's on the... Yeah, yeah, because they play that which, clip on the um on the song, morning. Uh, Father Stretch My Hands, Part One, yeah. and and Future comes on in the beginning with the with the line of Young Metro, don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you, slow down, and this amazing sample. But I saw that a few weeks ago on Instagram, a part of somebody, a video yeah. somebody made of a Future in a. In, a, in an apartment building, shooting Russell Wilson, sniping him with like an M50, like from a mile away, and it was just crazy. Oh, because it was from Wanted. I remember we referenced that. Right. Yeah, it's from and, the and I Wanted. was like, "What is that beat?" Nobody answered me. I, it, it, it left my mind. A week or so later, I saw it again, or it came up in another meme or another Instagram video. I shazammed it, found it, like, "Oh, okay." found the chop and screw version really liked it i played the song blah 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 so that's why he was on our minds that friday by friday night i google him so now i'm talking to my brother what's with this guy i don't know he's got you know he made how did he make it to who is he like how did he get on a kanye record and he's got two how is he in how does he only have two songs on soundcloud Right, and he's from Brooklyn, and he sounds like he's from Atlanta, and he's got a weird dab. And I asked now, I asked him halfway through this article, is there any chance this guy is just some handpicked kind of corporate thing creation? I don't, you know, I don't know he's so the, the, on the, the note. Look, the dab Churian candidate, if you will. I'm good at you, these. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Jock and fool if I tell you how great that line was. Yeah. Oh, oh man. So at the end of this article, so I'm just basically reading at this point to my bro. I'm just reading it and reading the article uh, verbatim. And uh, we get to the end of the article. Come on. Uh, Google. And then I realized Panda, and they talk about Panda isn't even, now told me, Panda's like a, just a car, stupid BMW or something. Uh, okay. Oh, pop up, friggin', I don't want to join your newsletter, Houston Press. They don't want you to read <laughs> They don't want you to dodge look, look, last paragraph. Is designer an industry plant? Probably. Does Panda get the party going? Sure. 
It also panders to a whole region that spent the first part of its rap life getting away with getting away from Newark and now finds itself getting used like a succubus from almost every corner of the country that isn't California. In short, Panda wants to be amazing. By this time in a month, you'll probably forget it even exists. Is he is designer in industry plant plant? Probably. Plant. Yeah, it's like, it it's like this is more than like blew case. my mind that as I'm for, I thought about it for five minutes, just kind of putting the pieces together, like two songs on SoundCloud. Like I can't. I assumed I was like, oh, I'm getting this guy's mixtape because I got to see if he's on. Yeah. and then there's nothing. There's two mm-hmm. songs and panda, 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 but he's got like a whole marketing thing for it. Like, but but there's, there's money progression. Behind there's no like, I can't see. I can't go back eight months on the SoundCloud and be like, oh, I see how we got from here to mm-hmm. here. It's just a glossy just song, exists. and he just exists. So I was like, what if, <laughs> then we got into it. We really got into this rabbit hole. And I was like, they probably, you know, made him in, you know, computer program, and was like, okay, what's hot? Well, he we can make him from. Brooklyn, that's totally hip hop, and Bed Stuy, that's like the hip hippest of hip hop, right? Okay, At, like you're filling in his attributes on like his, you know, creator rapper, you know. Yeah. Uh, where's he? What's he? What's he? Uh, he does the dab, but he does it real weird and real fast, and like so, he's got his own catchphrase and his own crew, Panda, Panda, Panda Squad, or Panda team or something uh he's got a logo which is a panda again it's like why would you want to like you want this to be like pigeonhole yourself with that one this is thing you want to yeah. stick like panda crew thank you okay you know and this is like the day before me and i was, I was telling him about how stupid pandas are and how he, of all animals that don't need to be uh around like pandas don't like let them go no, let just, them go and stay be cute like like we, there's other animals worth saving that we've totally done stuff to their habitat and all that stuff. Pandas are dumb. You have to get them to watch porn to get hot panda porn just so they have sex and propagate. No, no, they don't want to have sex. They don't want to propagate the species. They should go away. Stupid ass pandas. I just have this irrational thing about pandas. So <laughs> I see. I like, like like this was yeah. This was heavily influenced by your 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 hatred of pandas. <laughs> Like, so, <laughs> every time you even smell eucalyptus in the air, you just smell um, <laughs> So we're filling in all these attributes. We're having a good laugh. Um, in the meantime, he tells me about who I want to bring up in a little bit, little, little Yachty uh, and, and that whole troll rap thing. Um, but he leaves. I go back to my game. This is like an hour. It's going on pause or whatever. And I, I go back to doing what I was doing. He go. He leaves with his buddies. Ten minutes later, hits me. Cam, his name is Designer. He was friggin'. He was. De- we were. I'm, I've been stay on the path we were on. I was on the right path as far as industry plant. Blah blah blah. <laughs> he was designed from the ground up by the industry and given to Kanye. Like, look, put him on. We got some plant. We've been we've been owing you one. This is the yeah. one. <laughs> if you do this favor for us, uh, let's see. Well, you know, come on, yeah. Kind of, wow. Like, you know, 
so yeah, so so that's that was my whole late night Friday thinking about designer, the 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 rapper, the the out of the blue rap guy. And then again, that led me to Lil Yachty and the whole idea that Nile told me about. Um, get it? Why his name is the River? Because his name's Nile. Because as yeah. growing up, people Miles, yeah. Niles, like no, Nile, yeah. like the River. His whole life, yeah. Nile, like so uh, stuck. the River. So <laughs> I, he's telling me about how Lil B made the like what's basically troll rap a thing. Like why it's an acceptable, yeah. like why t- being like terrible is like a sought out and acceptable form of, you know, of hip hop and rap and whatever, the culture. And Lil Yachty is probably the most blatant, obvious manifestation. Like he's apex troll rap. He is apex like, troll is he, rap. Tell me, like, tell me he's not a bunch of folk puns. <laughs> Um, I heard the one song. I did, that didn't. No, it's just nonsense. It's just nonsense okay. that you can latch on to because it's so stupid. It's like Tom Green. Do you remember Tom Green? Yes. It's like if yeah. Tom Green put out a rap album or the Tom Green of of, of like at that time yeah. where it was just what's this no, guy so doing? Is he really singing? So it's riff rap, is what you're saying? Mm, not even because he's not. Lil Yachty's not trying to be, or at least from the one song and what I got, he doesn't seem to be like a clown or a minstrel show. Like, oh, on like he's dead serious. So, so he got okay. his buddy said, "Look, you got to take this to the next level. You can't wear nothing but Nautica. <laughs> you got to be <laughs> Nautica down to the socks." Oh, and no. like that's the level. Like this is a li- actual shot, just troll rap. Like, yep. I'm just, it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, real easy heat in wrestling. Like, ah, ah, yeah. fat boy, and like pointing at the crowd and just cussing at yeah. the crowd. It's like, that's just cheap, easy heat. Or, or, or to a lesser extent, Johnny Fairplay and Rockstar Spud, and those stupid ass suits they wear, like, to look yeah. ridiculous. Or like Truth Martini. Right. It's like, the, the more yeah. absurd and ridiculous you look, that's the heat. People are going to hate that you're walking around confident in a pop art type, you know, suit with all these stupid colors yeah. and panels and weirdness going on about it. So, yeah, so we had this amazing kind of interaction for about an hour. And then his two little young buddies, like, you know, like, you know 20, 22 as well, uh, came over and uh, was just busting it up with them. But I forget this, the little Yachty song. But my brother was like grooving to it, and it's like he clearly likes it, but in like a mocking way. Like you mock it so much, it's like becomes your jam. Like it's weird, and he tried to explain it yeah. to me as best as he as best he could. And so, so that was like the the highlight of my week. It really it really was, <laughs> or at least no, that, stands that, out. Yeah, that sounds fun. Can we, can I talk about the low light of your week of your what week? What was the low light? So guys. If you listen to this, you are, you know, you you probably a fan of, you know, comics in general. You know, you're definitely a fan of of The Flash. You're a fan of the other shows we talk about. You know, maybe you're slightly fans of us, but you you appreciate comics for what they are. So if you look at any top ten list compiled at any point of the top ten graphic novels ever, 
whether it's one, two, eight, nine, or ten, or anywhere in between. The Dark Knight Returns is going to be on that <laughs> list. Light of my All right, week. How dare you. it is widely considered, you know, the very best graphic novel ever written. So, you know, you guys have heard it on here. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll see it. Like Trev and I get into it about Batman. Um, and I'm a staunch defender of. And I'm coming from a completely uneducated. Uh, I'm just going to yell my way through this with the two points, maybe that I have, and stick with that. And, and, and here's the play. thing. And so he says this, and and here's how you because I'm right. That. I mean, really, and, and it's, it's not well, okay. Yeah. And it's weird because like we'll we'll talk, and I think uh, we were talking about something. I think we were talking about Batman, and I was like, oh no, we were talking about the X Men movies, and I was like, oh, so you're just um, I didn't say uneducated. But I said, like, something along those lines. And it, it came off as rude, but it was meant to be like, oh, like, you know, you can't, it's hard to know if something's good if you don't know about it. Like, there's no, you can't do that. So I was like, okay, I, I got 11 bucks. I'm going to buy him The Dark Knight Returns. I'm going to I'm gonna buy him the best graphic novel ever written and send it to his house. Like, guys, again, I live in Texas. Travis lives in Philly. So I'm going to send it to his house. It'll be there in two days. He ain't got shit to do. He can sit down and read it. You haven't cracked that book, have you? Well, I, I, I cracked it. <laughs> so I had to see what it was. <laughs> I knew it was so damn dense. Like, what the hell? These you know, yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah. These panels are tiny. So, no, it's, <laughs> it's big. And so it's, like, yeah. You want me it's to, like, like, sit it's... down. And, yeah, like, right? it takes me, because, because of my newness and the level, just the level of visual, you know, that's a lot you're getting. You got to, like, try to mm. get as much from this page or this panel. You know, I'm reading the Ultimates. I'm looking at everything, how they're blasting this guy with their rays or whatever, their weapons. Like, mm. are they doing it? You know, I'm just, like, kind of, you know, I'll probably read every panel or every page twice. Um, but this is, like, this is like a book. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. have, look, a, look, I'm like they have Dark Knight Rises on audio? <laughs> yeah, right. But you can't because you need to see the flags. And- no, yeah. So here's the thing. It's funny. So I got you the yeah. book. I actually considered getting you the movie. No, I was uh, like, yeah, I could just get him the movie. But then I was like, no, like it's- <laughs> actually by now for sure. But like, no, it's good. No, I mean they made an animated movie like 20 years after the fact or whatever, and it's good. But it's like, no, it, you gotta you can't just have the movie. Like, you gotta gotta read it. It's worth reading. So yeah, now, I'm not um, saying so I'm guys, not going to read it. It's no, yeah, it, it's just how time. I It'll get around to it. It's it could be, you know, in the spring. Like, no, oh, let me uh, finally get around to this. Uh, or it could be tomorrow, yeah. where I'm just like, ah. yeah. So, so guys, just just remember this. Uh, the the second spring break episode is when Travis Bryant got The Dark Knight Rises, or Dark Knight Returns. Don't let me say Rises, not the damn movie. I'm not going to disrespect that. So, yeah, Dark Knight Returns. And um, so just, you know, <laughs> be ready for that show in June where he's like, oh, my God, this is so good. No, 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 no. Like the way that the character is going to be like, I'm not, oh. You know, I'm not going to get through it in, like, one setting. Uh, and yeah. so it's going to be, you know, I'm a quarter or third way through it like i need to get, hurry up let's get through this flash episode because i gotta get back mm. to, you know i gotta read yo oh but yeah it's, it's it's great and you know that's that thing where if you get to share it with people like you, you want to do that so that was um that was one of the, the best things about my week being able to pass that along um 
And, and oh, yeah, my thank, week was. No, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't think I I didn't say it in the. In the oh no, it's it's not even. Yeah, no, we. Thanks. And like guys, we kind of between me, him, and Shahid, and a couple other guys, we just send stuff to each other sometimes. Like it's the beauty of Amazon. Like you just here, just take this. And so yeah, no, I you're welcome, but no thanks are needed. This is um, it gives us more show, so it's fantastic. Um, my week, gosh, like I, I pressure you to like say all these things about your week. My week was interesting. Um, I had, I had to come to Jesus meeting at the new job because I, uh, I have this habit of being kind of late than I had at the other job. I kind of had free reign. So we had to have a conversation and then we had it and I was nervous for a whole afternoon. I got nerve wracking afternoon, but I was good after that. So, so that's good now. And I'm in, I'm in good shape with that. Um, that's kind of like the heavy stuff. What? Gosh, I don't even look. I don't even know what I did with the weekend. Well, I feel like I did something you interesting. Did uh, have to check a lame dude again? Oh uh, gosh. Again. Um. Okay. So before we get to that, um. So we, I think we actually talked. Um. It might have been on this podcast or the other one about a new, um, like a new bar that they built, kind of north to where we live, like the place I. I take you guys for brunch and all that. Like, they built this bar that's something they have downtown in Austin, and then they put it up north. So, yeah, like me and my buddies, like, we hang out there. Um, you know, we're, we're all, you know, late 20s, early 30s guys out having a good time. Sometimes women come up and talk to you. You know, you guys have a conversation. You know, it's, it's nice. So, uh, my girlfriend tells me on Saturday that this guy she used to date uh, called her. And was like, hey, so since you and uh, Cameron aren't seeing each other anymore, I figured, like, maybe you might want to hang out or something. She's like, what do you mean? So apparently, he called her to tell her I was talking to girls in public. And it's, it just, I I can imagine somebody listening back to this and like, well, that sounds ridiculous. Yes, yes, it does. It does sound ridiculous. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's a... A personal thing in the sense that I have to handle it personally, but you know, I've I'm very nice guys, and I'm not confrontational, despite what Travis and uh, our friend Dre might tell you on the two times they hung out with me in Texas. There's there's been some incidents, but for the most part, like I'm I'm pretty laid back, I'm pretty cool, but I don't I don't really like uh, the disrespect. So it's it's a conversation me and this guy are gonna have to have, and it'll be it'll be fun for one of us. So it's it's fine, it's perfect. But no, like, and guys, as soon as this, like, as soon as we go off the air, I'm gonna like scream and curse for about five minutes. So just be ready for that. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, that was interesting. But no, my weekend was um, hung out with a buddy of mine and uh, like, and did some laundry. It was pretty laid back, and the reason it was laid back, um, so the South by Southwest Music Festival, um, well, music and uh, interactive festival just started uh, this last Monday. Um, and you know, my girlfriend's a teacher, so she actually got four days off this week. Like she somehow finessed her way into taking four days off to be a part of the conference. The conference? Well, so it's the first week is all interactive stuff. So it's like tech and education and stuff oh, like that. Oh, and the TED Talks? So like yeah. Jumping yeah, okay. stuff like that. Exactly. And then like, uh, Obama's coming down oh, yeah, like in a day or two. They said him and yeah, he's the keynote the, speaker. So he's show. like him and Michelle. They're the keynote speaker, so they're like opening the festival, like the official, like music stuff. Like they come down and talk and all that stuff. So yeah, like I don't know if she's going to that, but yeah, she's like talked them into letting her go till Friday. So she's doing that. Now it has to be then, like uh, work or school related. 
Yeah, so she showed me like she has a bunch of snaps um, of her. <laughs> she can Snapchat her, her work. Yeah, well, no, because she's. I mean, she's at the at the festival. Like, <laughs> it's very like laid back. Like she's snapping like different school districts. Like brought out like their cheerleading teams to perform and people are giving like like you said like ted talks and stuff so yeah just you know you can have your phone out for anything now so she's doing that um but then next week you know i work um i work for education basically for the state so i get the whole spring break off so yeah that's gonna be a pretty interesting week all right guys we talk about the music we listen to i don't recommend um you know alcohol and cough syrup and all that kind of stuff however might be some uh some open time in the schedule to have a little fun. So, um yeah, it's gonna be a fantastic week. Oh, and then the other half is also going to Vegas, um, for a couple of days for her best friend's uh bachelorette party. So yeah. It's gonna be fun times. I already got all the uh all the tank tops and the short shorts set. It's gonna be a a nice uh mid to high eighties all week. Uh got a bunch of Parties we RSVP to, so a bunch of a uh, bunch of different bands and groups we're gonna see. Like uh, I think like Nas has a big one that we RSVP to, so we're trying to go to that. I think is Dead Prez gonna be here too, something like that. I don't know. And then um, yeah, I got um, some people I know are like working for showcases, so we plan on going to their shows. Um, there's a Race Fremer party that we're trying to go to. Um, yeah, so it's just. Uh, the future is going to be here. I think at Fader Fort, and we already got RCPs to Fader Fort, so finally get to see future in person, hopefully. Um, but the thing about that is timing, man. The lines get so long to stuff, and uh, if you buy the wristband, you get priority. So you get like in a separate line, and then once the line's full, you're out. So we really gotta we gotta pace it the right way. So we'll see. Um, so I'm probably gonna have. Uh, I guess we gotta talk about. Look, next Wednesday, I gotta make sure I'm home. Because, you know, well, we have a thing to do, and that's going to be, but I, I should be able to be around. But, um, but yeah, so that's, uh, like, my week is all kind of prep for next week. I'm like, take it easy, Cam. Don't spend too much money, Cam, because it's all food and booze and not coming home at the right hour next week. So, so is yeah, this one fantastic. of those, are you, you making sure you're getting your workouts in every day kind of weeks? Because, you know. You're... Yes. It, uh, yes, because it's going to be all eating and drinking, like. I, Monday, usually my day off was definitely in there yesterday at 4.30 in the morning. Like, gotta get to it. So, yeah, it's it's that kind of week that's coming up. Um, buddies are coming up from San Antonio. So, it's going to be a, that's gonna be a really fun time. All right, yeah. so. Um, wow, and you know, we're going to talk about this tomorrow, I bet. Um, I'm, I'm very surprised you're not following this Hulk Hogan trial, man. Yeah, I figured I'd, that stuff like that just let everybody else actually watch and take up all their time and then you just get yeah. the highlights and you get the video yeah. clips like him talking about Hulk Hogan has a 10 inch penis but Terry Bollea's dick isn't that big it's you know, super so. fun and like shout out to your man Wade Keller because like I didn't know Hulk Hogan was like a pathological liar and now I'm seeing it like him saying it out loud is different than reading it in a book that he wrote. Yeah. You know, it's uh, oh, it's fantastic. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll save that for the next time. So when we left off last week, we were talking about Legends of Tomorrow. Um, we got into some some character development stuff, and I kind of wanted to wait so we could talk about some episodes, right? So 
of course, because I say that, two days later we get the oh episode. You know, we get the oh my god, did that really happen? Episode. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not. Uh, I'm glad that that we did it the way we did. Because oh, I am yeah. too. I think yeah, it was perfect yeah, totally. because of that. We talked about yeah. that, and it would have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the way we did it, where we did kind of the overview last week, and then now we can get into yeah. episode by episode. How, how many do they have? Six, eight? Maybe there's seven now. Yeah. So, let's see. I mean, the jumping off point is, of course, um, we start in the year 2166, all right? Our man Vandal Savage, our resident uh prehistoric or actually i guess um in their case you know um egyptian times you know priest turned immortal by way of space rock um he has conquered the entire planet all right and in the opening we actually get him killing uh a mother and child and referencing the cowardice of their father and husband as he does it so then we get rip hunter in front of his, um, I guess a panel, or in front of like the uh, the pantheon of what time, uh, yeah, time masters, saying, "Yo, I need permission to assemble a team and go back in time and stop Vandal Savage." We don't get to see him say it, but of course they're like, "No, like why would we do that?" And then we get him hijacking the ship, <laughs> taking it to go do this himself. So. I think kind of the cool thing about the show, first of all, like it's built on kind of two falsehoods. The first one being that he wasn't given permission to actually go get these people, right? The second falsehood being um, the people that he's actually taken out of their time were taken because they're not going to cause any type of real rift in the timeline. Like The show itself is kind of a play on the insignificance of the characters. Like they took all supporting characters and lower tier villains and made them stars of a TV yeah. show. And they had a, they had an amazing, yeah, amazing might be stretching it, but they had a really good launching, launching uh, point with starting on, on the Flash. Yeah. So. And I mean, they. You got to know. You got yeah. to know Kendra, and. For a few episodes, at least, on The Flash. You mm-hmm. definitely got to know Stein and for on The Flash the entire first season and some of, this, and some of, the, uh, some of this current second season. And same thing a little bit with Jax uh, as, as, like, with Carter and, and Kendra. Mm-hmm. So they had a launching and the point, side, and I think maybe Arrow like, had to, was involved. No, and Sarah is a huge part of Arrow in that when he... Um, like the whole thing about him in the island, because I know you've at least heard a reference yeah. to that. Um, so at the beginning of the show, the trip that he's taking with his dad, he's dating Laurel, who is Black Canary. But he takes her sister with him, who he's cheating with, on the boat. And she supposedly dies on the boat, and that's Sarah. So she's like from the very beginning of Arrow. And then um, there's kind of a whole season that deals with her coming back. And then there's a huge part of the season that deals with her getting killed and trying to figure out who did it. So yeah, she's a very um, big plot point of Arrow. But, you know, it got to that point where, and I'm sure they had it in mind, you don't need two Black Canaries. So, you know, let's, let's take 
take one and put them here. And then she's, um, you know, League of Assassins with uh, Ra's al Ghul, who you know from all the Batman movies. So yeah, she's a she she's a big deal in that universe. So yeah. Um, so so all that so, that that and that leads me or that uh, kind of wraps up my whole point is that they were like launched from a serious kind of everybody knows who those people are, Sarah and, and, and mm-hmm. everybody knows Aaron. And then Ray too was is a big part of and Adam, yeah, of right. season of Arrow, right. yeah, right. So they had a great launch point with those crossover Arrow Flash episodes, mm-hmm. and um, so when they came around, oh, they're getting their own show. I'm a person like me who has no, uh, you know, I don't know who these people are, especially because they're lower tier villains and heroes. Um, so I'm like skeptical, like, oh boy, here they are getting in on the uh, on the superhero show praise talk about that rabbit hole they're just going to try to put something out just with these this team because uh you know ultron or avengers and them is is popping and gonna Mm. oversaturate the market and blah 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 so supergirl's coming out or at the time was already out so it's like Mm. they're just horning in trying to get a piece of that superhero and then you watch the pilot and you're like oh this is good like right, and, yeah, and again yeah, with true. me, as far as feeling that uh, that part, like oh, this this again fits right in, right in a little different, a little definitely it's it's its own thing, but it still has that formula kind of bad guy of the week feel and this story. Uh-huh. Well, can we talk about what it really is? It's it's Star Trek with superpowers. Like if you know, if we're gonna call it what it actually is. It's and not next generation. This is OG Star Trek with superpowers. Except going through time, they were just going through space. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah, we we got we got all these different locales, and so yeah, it's um, and they even kind of draw reference to it. Like I love that this show pays so much homage to Star Wars and Star Trek. And they Trek. definitely did. Like last it week. knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, especially last week. Like it it knows what it is. It's a show, and and really it's. You know, kind of a more popular, I say more popular because it has um, characters that are more recognizable, but it's like Firefly, which I thought was a really good show. Um, Joss Whedon show because he's great at, you know, the ensemble stuff, but everybody's, you know, the characters are a bit more familiar. So, you know, people are more receptive to it. Now, when I say familiar, like they have some sort of basis. You know, like people know that there's a Firestorm and there's a Captain Cold and there's a Hawkman. And, and Can I tell you. The, and it just really kind of came to me thinking about just the scenery and the, what the show. Um, if you say sliders, it's a problem. No, 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 no. One of the okay. weakest <laughs> points of Legends of Tomorrow is visually is the ship, the dock or whatever, the bay of their ship, wherever where they hang out and yeah. drive it and fly it and everything. I yeah. think I never think of. Oh, the bridge. The, the, yeah. the bridge, yeah. I never think of, like, when I'm watching Flash or Supergirl or any of these shows, I never, or any show, period, done well, you never go, you're never typically broken out of the whole, you're just wrapped up in, in the show mm-hmm. and the storyline. But when they're in on the bridge, whether they're flying, when they're putting those, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, roller coaster harness type 
silver uh, things. You better strap in. Yeah. I'm like, look at this cheesy set no, of, a, of, a, of a spaceship you know what or of a, flying, of a spacecraft. And I'm like, man, it like just arrows. Looks, it yeah, Arrow's lair looks like where a billionaire would keep him and his buddy's weapons and have one big computer. Like, Star Labs looks like a laboratory. Yes. But the, uh, what is it called? Is it, It's not the Wave Rider, is it? Yeah, yeah, the Wave Rider. The Wave Rider looks like the best thing they could have come up with on the original Battlestar Galactica. It's way too, like... It's very mundane. No, this it's is, just... Like, would this just, be future tech? It looks so roomy. Like, like, in a way that's not, like, good. Like, why is there like, so like, much space in there? Yeah. It doesn't seem like a thing that would have a whole crew. Yeah, like it's, it's like why does scary. it look like that, that doesn't look like a bridge? It looks like the you know like a like a lab. It looks like where you keep your where you keep your ice hockey machine <laughs> or your your ice hockey table. Yeah, like it's it's, yeah, it's, it's again, and that's the only I never think about it until they get in that damn ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's the ship, the whole thing. It's even when they get on to it and they're running, you know, and the, the, the the ramp comes down and they get on and the ramp goes up and people are shooting at them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, like, where this show is shot, but because they have, like, time travel, you feel like they can be like, okay, let's go to Nazi Germany soundstage. Okay, let's go to Russia soundstage. Okay, let's go to Wild West soundstage. Okay, let's go to Egypt soundstage. Like, you feel like they get to do that, like, from a budget standpoint. And and they probably were limited to what we got. Oh, I'm sure. Like, they're, yeah, and I'm looking at, you know, uh... the ratings are... They hover around a three. Well, as this was so. Yeah, the, the viewers, they, they really did well out of the gate. They did exactly. 3.2 million uh, out of the mm. gate. The second show, 2.89. Then down to a 3.8, mm. 3, 2.32, 2, 2.39. And this is millions of viewers. And then 2.5, 2.47. So it's like somewhere around 2.3 to 2.8 million viewers uh, are going to watch in any given Thursday are going to watch. Uh, are going to watch Legends, and and for yeah. what it is, and probably what what that budget is, that's very good. And you think about it, like who's and you know not to not to count pockets, but we talk about how much it costs to make the show. Who's getting paid other than Captain Cold and Heatwave? Who are probably not they're not getting paid, you know, Grant Gustin money, but like as far as actors on the show, like you feel like those who are getting checks. Because they have, you know, they've been on big shows, like a big network show. Right. And everybody else is like, yeah, you straight, you know, you good. Jax, here's your check. Kendra, here's your check. You know. And then Brandon Routh is probably actually getting some money, too. But, yeah. Adam. Okay. Well. Because he did, you know, he did Superman Returns. Flash has, has Flash Joe and the JD's brother from. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so they're, yeah. Harry Wells. So mm-hmm. those are three, and then Caitlin's been in, you know, smaller stuff. But those are three, like, uh, well, more, more because Flash is because Grant Gustafson or whatever is the star, and it's his. Hey, my face is, on, you know, I am yeah. the guy. This isn't Star Labs, right? It's, it's star, the Flash, <laughs> Star Labs, but yeah, yeah. Joe. Um, but Joe because he's a named named actor, and then the guy, mm-hmm. Law and Order guy, other dude, yeah. um, McCarthy, not McCarthy, Kavanaugh. Uh, yeah, Tom Cavanaugh. He's just Tom Cavanaugh. He's Tom Cavanaugh. He's a respected actor. Yeah. He's been in a ton of stuff. Um, so you would think that that show would 
probably costs more as far as cash, but it's more, it's an entire ensemble more, you know, flashes of mm-hmm. extent, but like, no, this is like six or seven people in your main group. Yeah. Might be down one, you know, now. Yeah, could be, and we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, so when the team gets together, they go to 1975, and they're talking to Professor Boardman, who's like the Vandal Savage expert. Now, this isn't the same guy that was in the video in Arrow, is it? I can't. I can't like, remember I they don't. uncovered because I think it was a white guy. I want to say. So this is the, the guy gray, they uncovered the, on the VHS. Gray haired uh, black dude. Yeah, this is gray haired black okay. guy. Yeah, and then like he's you know completely in awe of Kendra and Carter. Come to find out, like he's their That's kid. That's their parent. His parents, yep. <laughs> yeah, and so this was kind of the first time where, and you know, we'll get. I'm sure we'll talk more about her, but this is the first time Kendra really had that. Oh my God, it's really me traveling through time because she immediately had that emotional connection, you know. Um, so what we see, what did he do? Do like, you remember what he did more than said to prove that that was? Didn't he have like a yeah, picture I was or say, Did he have like a picture? This is us in like 1956 or some crap. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah, a picture of the family. We're in 75 already, weren't they? So yeah. it was probably for the yeah. 50. So yeah. Like 68, 62, something, yeah. No, so no, no. He no. Has, um, I'm saying the picture's probably from the 40s or something if he was. The, yeah, as he was a kid. Yeah, because it wasn't him gray haired. It was, yeah, these are my parents and I'm young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so he's given the, um, of course, given the information. And so then we get kind of our first, um, I always think about it like this. Did you ever play Resident Evil 3? Probably not. I think one of the PlayStation okay. 1 is the Resident Evil I even attempted to play. Yeah, so 3 was um, Resident Evil Nemesis, okay? So basically, like, instead of you fighting a villain just at the end of the game, he chases you throughout the, throughout the game, Okay. Like, yeah, he's just always coming to get you. Like, he's a tyrant who, like, will just bust through a wall and chase you for a few screens, and you gotta combat him and fight him off. So, we kind of get Kronos, who is kind of that character. Um, He works for the Time Masters, and he's like a time-traveling bounty hunter, sent to get Rip Hunter. Because, and something that's kind of a recurring theme, you know, he's not totally upfront with the team about what's going on. And they find out the hard way, like, I stole this ship, I'm doing this to, uh... Yeah. I'm doing this to like save my he, family, like without. He propped himself up as I am a time master. I have been sent by the time, the, 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 the council of time masters to mm. change this event, and blah blah blah. And that obviously, as the audience you know, is uh, is a lie, <laughs> and it's going to come out yep sooner than later. Exactly. So yeah, we got the guy chasing us through time. Um, and I thought he was a, a robot. Apparently, he's like a real person. Yeah, and I kind of looked at like him like pretty dope uh, exo pretty good pretty nice get up there yeah so they're actually able to get away uh, from Kronos but of course Professor Boardman uh, Kendra and Carter's kid gets shot and, and dies yeah. eventually alright um right so, yeah, and it's like, just a it's a you know it's a plot point to get them closer right. and to get her Kendra accepting her history and her fate to an extent and but the thing is, like people really die on this show. Like they, like from the jump, they're like, "No, we'll kill people," which is, which is something I feel like you can kind of do because. Well, you remember he was set to have some kind of heart attack in like 
two weeks. Yeah, he was about to die. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that's so, like, why they picked that moment to mm-hmm. to get him. So they because because Rip's whole thing is cal- calculating when an action will have the deli- because it's going to have an effect, but you want it to have the least amount of ripple because you don't want to change major things. You don't want to change things, period, unless, you know, that's the goal. But you definitely don't want to just, you know, go around there. So they try to pick the lease, and because he was in a place, I think, because they wanted information. Like, well, if he's going to, no, well, it's not like he knew he was going to die. He had a heart attack, not a terminal thing. Um, but they just, for whatever reason, picked that because they knew it wasn't he wouldn't be around to a ton later to maybe give it, give it away, give them away. So his death, I'm saying, didn't like if you're wondering, like, hey, this is a time travel show. Why didn't his death like screw something up? Like, well, he was going to die soon. And they, and again, that's a that's why this show is as good as it does because they paid. I'm sure that was a that was a thing they thought about. Like, we have to have a reason why his death. He's the scientist guy in the 70s, and he knows all the stuff about it. You know, we can't have him making this big ripple. So. And somebody sitting back there, we got to pay this off. We got to pay this off. We got to pay this off. Like, the thing about Flash and Arrow, like, they're tight. And they don't leave, you know, too many, uh, too many loose yeah. ends. And if they, they do, leave, you leave. can, you can f- speculate and feed into that loose end and know that it's exactly. probably going to get tied up. And you're not just going to be yeah. three seasons in, like... They never uh, told you who such and such was, you know, like, oh, yeah, what's that key all about? You know, dropped kind of angle or Exactly. So, yeah, um, when we get here to the uh, to the second episode, so we're still in 1975 and we go to a weapons auction. okay? And, and kind of the cool thing that the characters get to do, like, it's not just put on your costume, fight bad guy, rinse, repeat. It's like put on civilian clothes from this time and infiltrate. And it's really like the best spot where uh, this where Snart comes in and sometimes where Stein comes in for comedic reasons. It really this is. is and I don't care what you, you, how you object, but this is Say where it. the sliders slash quantum leap yeah. quantum leap kind of uh, stuff comes in where they have to put on that 1960s outfit and mingle with the hippies because that you're in hippie land yeah you're in the world where it's still hippies in 1995 or you know or quantum leap guy or you know you you know ziggy telling you you jumped in this guy's body you got to do what you got to do and have his mannerisms and somehow sing soul songs you know i always thought that kind of stuff was ridiculous <laughs> he, he jumped right into like a rehearsal for like the Supremes or something like a girl group from the sixties, you know, and it was like, girl, you, you dancing like a white girl, you know? And then, and then he looks in the mirror and he's like, got a, and he is no, 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 he's a, he's, a, he's yeah. black. He's like in the group, like the Supremes or something, but yeah, he's a white guy. He's a, you know, but yeah, he looks in the mirror and like, Oh shit. I'm, I'm, you know, such and such from this girl group. So yeah, I like when they, this first one, when they went into that bar in the 70s and, and got into that big fight, you know, they again, that was to kind of bring the group together and everybody had each other's back. And it, and it, we get to see the bad guys do something. What bad. We, and what we didn't talk about in the pilot was 
uh, how Jax was was his whole involvement oh. was this whole thing. Yeah. He was tricked into being. Right. No, he was not tricked. He was, oh, he he was drugged and kidnapped. Yeah. He was roofied into yes. being. He was Bill Cosby. Stein is traveling. Stein, who's the other half of of, of Firestorm, wanted to participate. And he's no good. I mean, he's not no good, but... But he's working more as part of Firestorm. Firestorm as a whole. Uh, And and Jax wasn't having it. I got a life here. I'm not trying to be no superhero flying through time and blah, blah, blah. Okay, here, have a a (laughs) yoo-hoo. And then he passes out, and he drives him and puts him on the ship, straps him in. Next thing you know, he wakes up in 1975. So this was a part of... uh, A major part of the first two... The, the pilot, pilot part one, pilot part two, episode two. So yeah, and and going like he'll throw that in his face. It, he's recently thrown that in Stein's face in in, in the later episode. Yeah. Uh, so it's not. And it shouldn't. I didn't even want to be here. Like oh, you can't have me. But but yeah. So it's yeah. definitely they remind you that this is still a thing. So yeah. Um. So basically, they they you know try to get to this weapons auction, and one thing like Damien Dark is there. And hasn't aged a bit. Um, and this is kind of the season, um, damn, fourth season. He's the season four villain of Arrow. Um, somebody who trained under Ra's al Ghul as well has mystical powers. And so, yeah, that's why he showed up same age, you know, at that time. But, of course, since it's the past, he didn't immediately run up on, you know, our heroes and try to kill them. So, Savage realizes that they're there. Like, cover's blown. Um, and he can also sense Carter and Kendra. That's why the cover was and, more yeah. than... And so more than Stein... Like, suspicious looking. Yeah, well, no. I mean, no, but they were suspicious of Stein. No, Stein said something off. Did he? Okay. And that's what kind of drew their ire at first, yeah. Um, so we get our first big total team fight scene, which was actually done pretty well. Total? I mean, like, in an enclosed space. the Kronos one outside of the yeah. ship. Would, uh, yeah. I think that happened. But this is like, but this is like fighting one guy. But this is like team fighting. This is like an X Men. Okay, I got you. You know, like team fighting. You know, factory full of thugs. Yeah, but of course, with a nuclear um, warhead, you know, just like literally right yeah. in the middle. Like, hey, watch, no, yeah, watch your shot, let's man. shoot our cold guns and heat guns in the vicinity of this thing. Yeah. So of course, um, like Ray leaves behind a piece of his suit, and. Vandal Savage starts to try to assimilate the technology because that's what you know evil tyrants do. They figure his his people figure and then, out. It's a. Uh, do you remember what exactly? It was some. It looked like a. Yeah, forget. Well, wasn't it? Um, it wasn't the technology to make things grow and shrink. It it, it probably just. It was just you know some super like in 2016 super tech that they had yeah. you know in 1975. Like, imagine me handing this Xbox One to the guy who made Super Not Nintendo. Not even. It's right. like, Super Nintendo. for real, for real, it's like handing him an Xbox 7. Yeah. And being like, look, yeah. <laughs> the machine plays you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it changes, like, the whole thing. But basically, and, you know, yeah, but they said he was going to, like, lead to the entire destruction of Central City in 2016. Like based on based that little on bit just uh, them, that they left behind. That tiny little, it was a it was a chip with a wire going to another thing, you know. And they and they figured out exactly 
oh, this is for making such and such and such and such. But, you know, they're looking at each other like, we can't do this in any kind of, you know, whatever speed. Or yep. So, yeah, they, 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 and they knew because Rip went and talked to Gideon and she's like, timelines changed. Something happened. And then, holy yeah. crap, did somebody leave any, and that was a little convenient. Did anybody leave anything yeah. behind? And he like immediately realizes like on his Luke. arm or something. Swoop down a little light. Yeah. And it was there. So, so yeah, so, uh, Stein, Jackson, and Sarah go to find a missing piece of the suit. And then, um, what? Adam, Snart, Heatwave, they go and try to find that dagger that killed Kendra and Carter in the first life, right? So they end up going to Savage's house. And this is like, it's Snart kind of showing off, saying he can sneak around the house, this and that. And I believe it's an argument between Heatwave and Adam that gets them caught up in like the security trap. So now like they're kind of stuck. Um, and then the team does show up and is able to kind of break them out. But then Kendra and Carter go after Savage and it's like, yo, they got the upper hand on Savage. Carter's about to kill him. And apparently you need this dagger and this incantation in order to kill Savage once and for all. Carter got overzealous and I'm like, Carter, why don't you know this? You should know this. And he starts to read the incantation. Savage wakes up and kills him and absorb his, absorb his life energy. So, yeah. Wait, you, See you, Carter. Explain that a little. Well, basically, they manage to take Savage out with that dagger. And Carter then, does his um, chant. Yeah, Carter does it. Him. And he does the chant. And then uh, he tells him. Not Carter, but um, Savage tells Carter. She's the one that has to read the incantation. And so, yeah, he pops up, kills Carter, and absorbs his life force. Right? Was so it in front of there. her? In front of her while she's, like, they're, like, on the porch. <laughs> and she's, like, like doubled over to the side. So, yeah. So, um, so we're still in that same time period. And because Kendra was injured, they can't leave that time. Yeah, they can't. Like, That's the jump job. could kill yeah, her. Yeah. yeah. And is this the thing so, where she had the shards in her heart? Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact. This was a good one because yeah. uh, because it showed, like, the level. I, I didn't know how, like, the levels of uh, Adam's suit. Like, I had saw, like, oh, like, Ant-Man, he can jump through a key lock, you know, or something like that. Like, no, no, no. He can go and be, like, interacting with, like, your red blood cells. He can get that small. I go, okay, so it really uh, showed showed the extent of technology, and, and and then you understood, like, oh yeah, if they got a little tiny little piece of that, they could any any halfway decent, you know, reverse engineer could. Uh, yeah, we can do something with this. So they talk about, you know, we got to kill Savage, find him, and stop him. So Sarah being, you know, League of Assassins uh, superstar, kind of decides that, yo, another way we can get to him is to get to his pockets. And so they're looking at taking away some of his financial resources. Okay? Um, So, they find the bank where Savage has all his money, and him and Sarah go in to take the money. Um, They find out his men were actually guarding the bank, Um, so they take a guy captive, and, yo, this is where Sarah kind of starts to evolve as a character, like, 
again, I told you, you know, she was dead, but they brought her back in the Lazarus yeah, pit. They, Lazarus she, pit. This was when, uh, yeah, Rip and her went, and she came up immediately throwing knives or, 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 or ninja stars or something. And he's like, I, I told you no weapons. And she's like, blew him off. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you believed I wouldn't bring any friggin' weapons? And, uh, and it was a good thing that she had him because... You know, she could have fought him and showed him them hands, but it was just a lot easier, you know, throwing a dagger in her chest or a ninja star to the temple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like that's what I would do. But, but yeah, it was also so, the start of her, yeah, like yep, like you said. like Her bloodlust, like, yeah. Oh, well, she just, you know, wanted to kill a couple guys. Or, or she had to, I should say. Not she she wanted to. It was like, oh, that was kind of necessary. But you, but yeah. you realize, like, no, 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 no this is something she's wanting to do. Oh, and then we start to find out like just how not not devious, but just how deep like Savage's uh like evil runs. Like he's using Carter's blood to keep his men alive. Yeah, all the guys that were you know that were part of the bank, bank were like super uh had all the you know the neck tattoos or whatever they had that, mm-hmm. that, that showed that they were all all like together. So it's like, yeah, he's got, he's got a, uh, he's on a little honor guard that's all made off Hawk, Hawkman blood. Well, they're uh, about to be. They're probably, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, do you think that's how they've been? He had his blood from before? Yeah, because I guess it had only been, well, I, yeah, he probably did have it on reserve yeah. from like other I, times that he's killed him. For them to just have it. Yeah, because it would have been basically like the same week or so that it happened. So, yeah. But, like, this is where, like, you wonder why when they first meet, Vandal Savage doesn't know who Rip is. But when we get to that spot in the future where he kills his family, he's like, yo, he was referenced like, yo, your dad's a coward and your husband's well, a coward kid, and all that kind of stuff. Well, the kid spits right? in his face. And he's like, yeah. well, at least you're not a coward like your dad and blow, blows yeah. him away. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, how do we get there? And then we start to see it's like, uh, it's it's hubris. Like, Rip has this habit of explaining to Savage why he's taking him out. And he keeps giving him more information, more information, more information. And so basically he lets him know about his wife and son. Yeah, no, and that's why he's doing it. That's yeah. Really and so being... Garbage that he is, like he's taking that real person. He's like, okay, you want to make this a personal thing? Like I'm making it a point to take your family out, like you I said I'm going to do. To yeah, like whenever we like have to go, like to a week before Vandal Savage kills him, Wait, or something like that. Like you talking about meeting his? Oh, Vandal, boy, he like, said, I'm can't. sorry, I'm th- I'm thinking about us meeting him. <laughs> no, no, but no, no, yeah, no. we already met him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like you said, Ray was able to shrink down to her bloodstream, um, get the pieces of the dagger, um, so he keeps her alive there. Much, much consternation. It, you mm-hmm. know, first, the first go didn't didn't work so well, and Stein, or I think Stein, had to like help him harness his inner hero and conscious fear. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. So yeah, so he went in and was able to go into her heart and her bloodstream and blow up shards of some kind of. Yeah. So now we get our first real call, real call back to something that we both saw, which is um, like on the same episode, 
we get Snart going back to his childhood house to try and stop his dad from stealing this diamond. Because, you know, he's already killed him in the future for being a complete piece of garbage, like an abusive father who, you know, straps bombs to people and shoots people's heads off. He strapped a bomb to his sister. And that was the reason he had control over Snart in that one flash. Over Snart, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, he goes to his house. He's like, look, you're going to do something here in a couple of days that's going to make everything bad for everybody. Like, don't do it, you know, or I'm going to, you know, he threatens him. Like, don't do it. I'm going to take you out. And then a week later, he does something that basically keeps the timeline. Yeah, preserved. well, he didn't. He didn't go to him and say don't. He went and gave him the diamond that he was going. Yeah, to had steal. the diamond for him. Like, exactly. Here, you were going to steal this. No need to now. Take care of your family. Mm-hmm. If I find out you're smacking around your kids, I'm gonna come back, take you out. Blah blah blah. He gets caught trying to fence the thing. Gets eight. Gets the same amount of time that he. That he got in the original timeline for actually attempting to steal it. <laughs> so, so yeah. Snart was all kinds of salty when he found that out. Ugh. Like he didn't even get like le- like five years. Like nope, eight years. The same amount of time. Mm-hmm. So even time. if something happened at the end of your term that made you like finally turn and was all bitter, you know, that's still going to happen. Same thing. You still gonna you still gonna eat them years the same way. You still gonna take it personal the same way. So yeah, and so like this is where again like his character is the one that at least so far through these first seven episodes changes the most. Or you know, and sure, kind my, of the start my of that. opinion of him changed the most. Yeah, and, and this is you know this is the start of that. Like it's him you know trying to make amends for things that happened because he doesn't like you get the sense he doesn't like the person that he is but it's out of necessity and he understands that you know and you know he's looking to right those wrongs because if you think about it if even though they kind of exist outside of time right now if him giving him that diamond works he's a completely different person at that point more than likely you know if it works the way he wanted to so he was ready to give up everything he had become everything he'd accomplished accomplished in it's all well, I mean, like, they seem to be enjoy- – well, it's funny because their accomplishments or lack thereof are kind of why two characters are going to split here eventually. Right. But, yeah. So, now, uh, ship's working again, so we're going to 1986. Hey, I'm um, crawling, maybe. I mean, first, I'm in it's first fun, grade. And you're like, man, what? <laughs> interesting times. So, yeah, Washington, D.C., uh, 1986. And – like, uh, first off, this is already an homage to X-Men uh, Days of Future Past. Because that whole thing is Magneto is convicted of killing JFK. <laughs> and so they keep him in the maximumist of maximum Wait, security what? prisons. Magneto is convicted of killing <laughs> JFK. What the? That's amazing. Well, I mean, the... Like, uh, spoilers, because, you know, you, maybe you'll watch it one day, but it turns out he was actually trying to save JFK, um, and that's why the bullet came at a crazy angle. Oh, God. Because, of course, JFK was a mutant. So, and he so, found out, and they wanted him dead. The government so wanted him So it really dead. was a magic bullet. Because, it yes. was, you know, weird mutant stuff happened. Exactly. So, yeah. So, no, they keep him in the. Yeah. 
but they well terrible. But they keep him in yeah the 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 deepest prison of the Pentagon. Pentagon. Um, yeah, I think it was the Pentagon. Black Side Island. Keep him on the. Nah, man, mutants mutants always show up on Black Side Islands. They got a whole mirror island in X Men. That's what they do. And uh, the Savage Land in Antarctica. Mutants love islands. And Puerto Rico too. But anyway. Um, so this is an homage to that, because of course we're busting up in the Pentagon to get a government file, um, so we can find out about this scientist in the Soviet Union. And then your boy's back, Kronos is back, and like Rip ends up, you know, escaping them again. Basically, um, we send Ray and Snart to go after this Russian scientist. And Ray's like, oh, I'm, you know, good looking and handsome and smart, and so you know I can get you know, hold of the scientists and we can get the information like that. Um, come to find out, she's like wild bored with him because he's wildly boring and she wants somebody with a bit more edge. So, uh, your man Snart ends up, uh, you know, rising to the occasion to get some information out of her. Right. Um, kind of on the side, we get one of Rip's mentors, um, offering him pardon. He's like, yo, you haven't done any real damage. Um, and we'll return the team to your time if you surrender. All right. Um, it turns out he had done enough damage and then, you know, his mentor tries to kill him. Yeah, it was all set. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, because, yeah, like you, you can't let him back at that point because he's done, you know, like he's committed crimes against humanity, whether he accepts it or not. And if you're, all right. <clears throat> if you're, if you're, if you're time master, Whatever your caucus or whatever you would call him is worth anything, just based on the fact that he so blatantly and violently went against the council and and all that it stands for. You can't. Uh, so for Rip to fall far for that was kind of. Well, he kind of didn't, didn't he? he kind of think he because he bought. He, he was he ready bought, for it because he was able to get away he from. He bought uh, what's his name with him. A heat wave, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, like just in case it went the other way. Yeah, and it turns out that it kind of did. So, and something we talked about last episode, I know you brought it up. Um, so Rip, being a captain, um, puts Sarah and Kendra together. Because basically, Sarah's too much of a savage, and Kendra's not savage enough just yet. Alright? And again, like we, we talk about it, you hate to dog people, but like, to have kind of such an important role... Like, she's not the greatest actress in the world at this point. Yeah. And so, and, like, and it it's, stands out like, when she's, like, in scenes with people who are really who are really good at what they do. Yeah, and they're asking her to do a lot, is the thing. Like, they're asking her to find, like, that, that ground between, oh, my gosh, I'm out of control, like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, again, I think somebody referenced it, uh... Like, you get memes and stuff. Like, three weeks ago, I was a barista. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just keep repeating that line. Like, three weeks ago, I was just a barista in Central City. I mean, she started saying that line on Flash, on that crossover episode. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, no, we get it. Like, there's there's more. There's more. But, yeah. So, you know, they do kind of start to play off each other pretty well and help each other. Like, Sarah's able to calm down a bit. Kendra's able to find a bit more of that aggression because it needs that, or she needs that in order to, like, 
gain full control of her hawk powers. And if you and we'll get to it, but if you noticed in the seventh episode, no wings came out, but she was still fighting people. Well, she only needs the wings to to, to fly. Well, I get that, but that's kind of a way that they signal her power. Oh, no, good point. She always they would come out, she would go growl and come at you with them hands. Mm-hmm. Or, it's like, no, yeah, she's just fighting without those. Hmm. Uh, good, good so, catch, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. I didn't want to ruin that fancy jacket. I think she had to have a fancy jacket on. But, yeah. Um, so, Stein is actually able to get into this Russian research lab. And what he sees is that Savage is trying to build like a Firestorm army. And isn't there like that Firestorm core that he was like he grabs onto? You mean the ball of nuclear material? Yeah. 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 And, yeah. So he's able to get and that. And also this is. Uh... <clears throat> Excuse me. A bit of a. If you remember it during the. Um. Uh the uh, weapons uh, auction fight uh-huh. Savage in the middle of all that is just looking at each hero like studying them as far as quick as he can like okay that guy's mm-hmm. got gun shooting fire this one's shooting ice she's kicking ass and got swords there's a flying guy so he's like assessing all their all their uh, powers, and, and it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm clearly there on my on my ass through time. I can't, I'm, I got, I'm going to have to shake these people. They're going to show up. I need, you know, I need a team. I need, I need that. I need equalizers. And and creating a firestorm or an army of firestorm is even better. Yeah. So they did. Say, I thought they set that up really well. Like, oh yeah, no, no, okay, I, I got you. I see what y'all are doing, and I'm gonna get me some. Since my, you know, I'm only one person. Like I, I've already fell to you guys as a group once, and that was the, uh, the Flash episode. This guy yeah. scooped up the ashes and, and hooked them up. Um. So yeah, that's that's. All. All right. And so, yeah, um, like we were saying, like he's able to actually grab the core and neutralize it. But him, Ray and Mick are all captured. All right. So then, you know, we they, they kind of present the idea that the uh, the Russian scientist Valentina is like an unassuming scientist who doesn't realize how bad things are going to get with Vandal Savage being in charge. Like she's not hip to his plan. She's very hip to his plan. And she knows exactly what's going on. And she on. probably, okay. in her mind, had... Well, obviously, we saw that at the end. That's her design she, yeah, yeah, she's like, mm-hmm, stay close to this project, because you need a guinea mm-hmm. pig, I'm going to grab the thing and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, put, put these powers on me. La- Lady Firestorm, coming. And she was all about it. But yeah, um, basically, she tried to trick Stein into giving her the formula. He did not do it. And what they did... Was some kind of hallucination? Uh, Not hallucination. It was like being in like a holodeck. He was Cisco. Yeah, yeah. It was him talking to Cisco, like uh, teachers to a student about like sharing information and being in awe of him and wanting to go over it. And then he kind of shakes out of it. Well, Cisco called him like Mr. Stein or something like. Where again, it's like what? Who who are you? You're you're not 
Francisco, uh, whatever. Yeah. Ramon. Yeah, Ramon, I know. Yeah. Exactly. And she was impressed. She, she was doesn't... like, oh, okay, this ain't gonna be easy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, they end up going to, like, the rest of the team ends up going to, like, this, uh, what, a bathhouse. And they end up, like, fighting, like, a Russian mobster um, to get passage into the prison they were in. All right? And then, like, again, we play for keeps. Like, Rip tells Sarah. He's like, yo, if we're not able to rescue Stein, you got to kill Stein so this army of firestorms doesn't come out. That's what you have to do. All right? Um, and so, yeah, like, he recruited people for a reason. And she was like, yo, if I, yeah, if I got to get him, I got to get him. So, yeah. Um... So, in order to try to get the information out of Stein, Savage has Ray and Mick tortured in front of him, okay? And you get kind of a cool moment where, like, Mick is really getting beat down, and Ray speaks up to save him some stress. Like, to stop him from getting, like, totally killed at that point. And Mick respects it, and ends up, you know, paying it back later in kind. And so, um, Valentina has started getting the energy from that new core. And then uh, Snart is actually able to rescue Mick and Ray. Okay. Um, and Valentina actually merges with Stein and becomes Firestorm. We didn't really talk about the kind of, and it comes up again later, the psychic bond that Jefferson and Professor Stein actually have. All right. So he's actually able to kind of get into his head and force the two to separate from each well, other. And, well, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, earlier. He was, he, it was that whole, um, everything gets done because people defy orders. Rip says, stay yeah. here, don't leave the ship. People leave the ship and end up saving the day. So, uh, um, let's get a little closer. Um, so, <clears throat> so they, he, he's like, are you sure you guys are not, they're not more than psychically linked. He, he carves, we're coming in his wrist, in his arm and wrist. And he can see and it from Stein there. And Stein yep. looked at his wrist, like, what the hell? His writing's coming in in blood, you know, in a scar. And it says, yep. we're coming. And he's, like, hiding it from her because she doesn't know. He doesn't just need to tell her the formula for Firestorm. He is Firestorm. Or at least half of Firestorm. Yeah. So he's trying to keep that, that from her. And, and obviously... Uh, I'm not sure if she would have necessarily figured it out, but she would have been like, how did that happen? Yeah. So, yeah, so she, uh, that was that was how, in the end, not in the end, but when she figured out, oh, wait a second, because she saw the mark on his, on his sleeve came up, and she's like, how the hell, where'd that come from? And then she started piecing things together. He's, he's, he stumbled one or two times, and she figured it out. And like, okay, now we're gonna, uh, I gotta make make business happen. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, but when uh, when you're firestorm, and then you separate. Well, well, Jax came and touched him. They didn't just psychically yeah. do it. I think he came and physically like touched girl in Stein, you know, Russian lady in Stein Firestorm touched her, him, and yeah. then Stein, you know, they're already more naturally linked, so he just mm-hmm. probably 
just was able to oh back boom came over to him and left her single without a without a without a partner without a other half to, to give that other that, that that energy to and what did he say to her like you have to blah 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 or to, was he trying to get her to go back into the no he was like he was like yo like you gotta let go and I don't know if she was holding on to something he was like yo like you have to like basically stop using the power or if he was trying to get her to move somewhere but basically he was trying to get her to like stop doing what she was doing and she was not having it and what happens when you can't control those powers? Nuclear reaction. Nuclear reaction. So she did. And and, and, and and that tied up because you're thinking this whole Firestorm program has to somehow be wiped out for to restore yeah. the timeline where they're not working on a Firestorm program. So her going off as a nuke basically taking out that in- assume that entire facility left no nothing for Savage to and, and it's Cold War Russia it's not like that was yeah, you can't, can't let anybody hold on no, to no, no no I mean as far as like having a young little nuke go off it, it's in the middle of wherever they were the Russians yeah. uh, management Russian uh, 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 leaders can cover it and you know whatever and it's just yeah. you know nothing in the timeline goes back so again they do really sensible logical uh things to make timelines go back or make something not happen it always makes sense and like oh that's that 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 makes a lot of sense that's logical and you're not yeah. insulted you're not they don't make you they don't force you to overlook stuff or turn your brain off Exactly. So yeah, um, we're able to kind of get out of this unscathed, um, and actually, like some te- everybody on the team's a little bit closer at this point. Like I mean, people are finding compassion with each other and understanding to the point where Snart even kind of questions Mick. He's like, "Yo, like, why do you care about him?" He's like, "Yo, he did me a solid, so I did the same." You know. Uh, so now. We're able to start moving through the time stream. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna track down uh gonna track down Vandal Savage somewhere else. And Kronos attacks and forces them to crash land. And where do they crash land? Star City twenty forty six. So thirty years in the future. And then, you know, it's uh it's a war zone. You know, it's it's not quite like Mad Max post apocalyptic like there are still buildings where people can live and presumably there's water. But, of course, like an archer approaches them. And Sarah's like, oh, Oliver, thank God. And it's clearly not Oliver because he starts shooting it. And he's a black dude. And he's a black dude, yeah. Um, and, and not for no reason either. Um, so, like after he attacks the team, they go back to the ship and you know, start to make repairs. But, uh, who? Rip, Snart, Mick, Sarah. They go to Smoke Industries. So Felicity's like was at least in charge at one point now. Um, and we kind of find out why in a bit. And he's like, yo, they have a part there that we need to fix the ship. So like as they're moving through the city, they come across a fight between some gang and Green Arrow. Um, so she follows them, and it turns out to be John Diggle Jr. Um, and you know Diggle is... 
you know, wise black sidekick in the uh, in the Arrowverse. Okay, and, he um, and it's interesting. I tell why he doesn't necessarily go by Diddle Jr. Um, and so yeah, and, and how did they explain it? Was it just because his dad was killed? His dad was killed, and he in like this heroic way, and, and yeah. He didn't feel worthy of the name, yeah. is that right? But I think it was more to that. Okay. It was something he either did or didn't do. Could he have not saved? Could he have saved it? Yeah, I think he felt like he couldn't protect him, so he didn't feel worthy of the name. Um, and he goes under Connor Hawk, and the reason being, Connor Hawk was the second Green Arrow in the comics. So it had nothing to do with, like, John Diggle, actually. And that's not just a random name. It was one of the Green Arrows in the comics. But it has nothing to do with the story they're telling here. And basically, they said, you know... Like Oliver's presumed dead at this point. And then, like, Deathstroke shows up. And it's like, oh god, Deathstroke showed up. But it turns out to be Slade's son, Grant Wilson. Okay? Um, he basically came to Star City with an army and took it over. And I'm just like, you know, because the city's up right now, but I'm like, where's Batman? Where's Superman? Where's Green Lantern? Like, why is this okay? But yeah, so he's basically taking over the city. Um, so they actually go to Arrow's old hideout, and they actually find Oliver alive and missing an arm. And I kind of explained this to you last week, um, the whole not having an arm thing, but you'll read about that. I'll say eventually, I won't say soon, because soon isn't, like, soon's not a smart way to explain that. But yeah, you'll read about that here pretty quick. And, um, like, he won't help him, but he tells him, you know, where the technology they need is. Um, there's another fight with, um... With I'll say Deathstroke with Deathstroke's army and Connor ends up getting taken prisoner. Um, like Sarah talks to Oliver and again like it's weird watching their relationship because they were a couple at one point. Um, they were a couple twice on Arrow as a matter of fact. Like when he's cheating with her um, on her sister and then when she first comes back from the dead they're like a thing because they you know he has that one woman who's around who's also like a crazy crime fighter person. So yeah. But, um, you know, she convinces him to help him. They end up, you know, not only saving Connor, but end up defeating Wade Wilson, too. Or Grant Wilson, I should say. Wade Wilson is Deadpool, of course. Um, and so, yeah, they're able to defeat him, and the ship re-enters the time stream. Now, the big thing we've skipped is what? Uh. The whole... The Oh, oh, of course, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the big subplot of the episode. Yeah, they're having their some serious issues because uh, Heat Wave loves this place. It's it's his dream place. It's Mad Max. Like he ends up killing, like not killing, but he ends up beating an underboss super early in the episode, taking Taking his his super plush fur coat, probably made out of possum (laughs) hands. But it's the nicest thing in that place. And yeah. uh, takes his girls and his booze and his gang and his hideout and his squad and his and his like crib all yeah, of that to the point where to the point where uh, like Deathstroke comes in the building and is like yo y'all are fighting for me he's like I'm not fighting for nobody like he's immediately ready to challenge the toughest guy in the city like right away like I'm not following your orders like why would I do that like this is my gang now. Um, it kind of has to fall back. And, again, we talk about this change of heart that Snart's been having. So, he's basically like, 
you know, Mick, like, we can't stay here. Like, Mick, we can't be here. To the point where he ends up, like, knocking him out so that he'll leave and drag him, him back out, to the ship. Knocked him out, threw him over his shoulder, and took him back to the ship. And the best thing is, like, he questions doing that immediately the next episode. Because you're watching and you're like, yo, why didn't you just leave him there? Like, he was good. But, yeah, and he's like, yo, I, I should have. And he thinks that, and we end up... I'm not even really sure. Is. I mean, I guess, like, with hindsight. But, is yeah, there... I mean, I mean technically... Like, if he... How... If he's really willing... I mean, I, I don't know. That's a stretch. I, I, I don't envy Snart's decision to, to smack him and knock him out and take him back because you feel like... I'm doing I'm doing this for for you, but like if but on the flip side, he if he really was willing to stay in this hellhole and see be like all right, peace out, homie. I know we homies, but see you. I'm probably gonna die in the next three weeks, but you know it'll be the best three weeks. You know I'll steal a lot of stuff and I'll bang a lot of you know dirty twenty forty six women. You know a super clap. Super clap. We don't have look. We don't have crabs. We have what's bigger than a crab? We got scorpions. Like wait a minute, what? So we don't have crabs. We have turtle shells. No, no. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, it's it. That's a tough one. And he chose to. He knew. It's like okay, let's let's work this out. You, you clock him, you knock him out. He wakes up, he's gonna be super pissed. You got to deal with that. If you leave him, yeah. you're gonna be like sad and you know, like wondering is he still alive in that time? You know, and that's the whole thing. Like we're gonna leave you in a timeline that could be voiped out if we do the right. Th- if we do, yeah. we should just be gone. like. Like Mick, if we if we get the job done, you're going to not exist, or are you? Because you're not even really a. Can you imagine he's just like the whole universe around him wipes out, and he's just in this 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 white. You know that scene where in movies or TV shows where you're just in a everything goes white. You're just just nothing. Just nothing. Like that episode of X Files where Mulder wished for for world peace. (laughs) <laughs> and that's what he got. Oh yes, my God! Him, <laughs> him alone, just all white. It was like perfect. Oh. And he was like, "Yeah, I think I might have messed up." Listen, you have no idea how weird I am with like. Um, you sure I don't? I, yeah. If I ever got a chance, either you know through some paranormal demonic thing like I got I got some wishes for you like I'm being mad specific I've seen way too many oh, I want a million bucks and there are a million like male deer in your living room I seen all four wishmasters yo you're not gonna trick me into no bad wish <laughs> ah. you got three wishes pass pass can I get a lifeline mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, man. But, um, so yeah. So now we're at, you know, the episode we both watched, what, five days ago. Okay? Can't find Vandal Savage. We have no idea where he is. Um, Psychologically, like the whole 
family. Yo, he was in there for a week, they family, said, right? You know, missing his family. That's catching up. He's watching the holla, uh, the holla video. Which is like a two minute, a minute and a half video that he's probably been looping for a week. Um, yeah. But not only is he damn, you know, like hurting from not seeing, missing his family and they're dead, or at least, you know, his timeline. But he also can't find, like, typically he can just be like, concentrate on finding Vandal Savage. And it's about the next move, and the next move, and the next jump, or dodging Kronos, or getting the two crew members to, you know, not kill each other. This time it was, we got nothing. We've been sitting around for a week with nothing. And and you think to them, what's a week when you're jumping through time? You know, so time in so certain ways mean nothing, but in other ways mean everything because, I mean, you have all the time in the world, but you don't. Yeah. You're still going to die. Like, you're going to age. You're jumping through time. You're probably aging, you know. <laughs> you're probably doing something to your molecular structure that's probably aging yeah. you prematurely, and we won't. You're not supposed to. The body's not built to jump through yeah, time. Yeah, okay, we're kind of forced. Yeah, even a healthy Check body. Like, cause you, yeah, them. if an injured body can't take it, like a healthy right. body, probably right. still. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like... Like, being like a time feeding, master is about like, preserving... Sorry, yeah. it's like feeding... Uh, like, if you put NutraSweet or, or uh, the other one um, down, like yeah. ants and bugs and stuff won't eat it. No, but if you like if you put food. like you can go on YouTube or wherever and find this video, they'll they'll walk around that thing, um, or they'll bury it. They'll like try to gather it up and and put as much like trash and stuff on it and try to like 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 a compost kind of thing. Um, and the guy mixes it NutraSweet uh, with one one part NutraSweet sweet, three parts raw honey. He came back. It was just hundreds of dead ants. But we can we can eat it. It just slowly poisons us. But you can't. You give it. So it's like yeah. And all that to say yeah. Uh, uh, if a healthy body can't, or if a, if a traumatized body can't make that jump, it's probably doing something to a healthy body to help these cells. Yeah. Healthy. It's not great. Chromosomes and molecular structures. And so, yeah, like you said, this episode is, you know, it's Star Trek, it's Star Wars. Like, but it's it's really a Star Trek episode to the point where um, they reference Ray as being either Picard. Yeah, he's or in Kirk. there doing his Captain's Log gimmick, and she, Kendra, yeah, actually looks at him like, up. like you're totally Picard. He's like he's so measured and calculating. Like, no one wants to th- be thought of as the. You don't want to be Picard. <laughs> Even though, like, Patrick you don't want to be Picard, but, you, you know, you want to be Patrick Stewart. You don't want to be Captain Picard. Like, if, okay, so we can have this conversation, you're going to be like, what? Like, if, like, if I'm going to be any, I'm going to be Cisco, And not just because he's a black guy. Like, Cisco had the actual hard job Is that, from that he was UPN fantastic one? at. Uh, the, the UPN one. Uh, this is Deep Space Nine. Oh, no, so, yeah, so... The problems come to him. Yeah. Like, he has to do... Oh, no, not, nobody wants to be that, that Scott Bakula. Nobody wants to be the Enterprise captain. Like, 
good God. Like, he's, no. But, um, so, no, like, Cisco has to deal with politics and war. Like, there are real things going on in his life. Like, Kirk was just ripping through space, knocking down green bitches. That's literally what he was doing. Enjoy yourself. Like, Picard, his stuff was a bit more serious. Like, he actually encountered, like, a lot of new, um... A new races and had to deal with all kind of stuff with the Prime Directive and stuff. Like, his life was harder, and he's really traveling through time and stuff like that. But no, Cisco's dealing with, like, Federation politics, other races not trusting him, having to set up peace treaties, having to deal with war, you know, having to... He found a new quadrant of space and had to, like, sit his ship or sit his station outside of the wormhole to make sure people didn't abuse it. He had real issues. They handled it with such grace. But nah, nobody wants to be Picard. He was pretty cool, though. But yeah, well, Janeway was cool, too. You familiar with Voyager at all? Uh, no. Okay, so you know That's how... Yeah. Uh, well, you keep saying the UPN one. Three of them were on UPN. But, um... Because that's when UPN became a thing. But, no, this is like the, the one female captain. But, long story short with her, hey... Um, I'm a superpowered being, and I'm going to hurl you so far across the galaxy that even if you go maximum warp for 70 years, you won't get back. You'll never see your family again. So it was her dealing with that, trying to hold, trying to keep the peace between her crew, who was part of her senior staff, was actually uh, rebels of the Federation. But she had to bring them aboard because they got lost, too. So yeah, her her job was actually hard, but they did end up getting home. It was pretty cool. But could you imagine that? They were hurling you so far across space, you'll never see your family again. Nobody you care about, only this crew. Yeah, no, it's not great, but yeah, they they found a way to make it through. I think his name was like the and somebody will correct me on this. It was like the gatekeeper, or peacemaker, or caretaker is what his name was. Yeah, what a piece of crap. But anyway, but we did get Jerry Ryan in that tight seven of nine costume. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. She was, she was. So she, anyway, I, I, I was introduced to Jerry. You picture in that one? And yes, but I was introduced to her in uh, by Boston Public. Yeah, so this was b- before Boston Public, but yeah, that's what put her on, and she's super attractive. Yeah, but she was like the only one like a super skin-tight outfit because that's what you do. Like she was a Borg who they deassimilated. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so she had to, like, slowly find her humanity again. It's pretty great. Okay. So, like, in true Star Trek fashion, we get a distress signal from somebody, and we have to go investigate it. So, yeah, that's because that's what we do. So, um, Rip, you know, charts a course out there. Um, so, our away team, because it's Star Trek this time, uh, Rip, Stein, Jefferson, and Mick. All right? But they actually have Stein uh, sit behind with the ship. Um, so everybody gets ca- captured by time pirates, because of course. And that's what I was saying a bit earlier, like, we talk about time travel being hard on the body. Like, if you're a time master, your goal is to not have to travel through time. <laughs> Unless it's an emergency. That's the only time you're doing that, because, you know, you're you're basically sitting up in that room making sure there are no variations. You're not traveling through time making sure there are no variations. Right. Because traveling you're through just time is to see. a variation, Exactly. So you're just waiting on that blip and see what happens with that. So, yeah. So then um, I forget the name of the show that he actually referenced. Was it uh, 
what did he call it when he put his beret on and was like secret agent man space space uh, ranger Ranger. yeah Yeah, he's playing space ranger that was like I I thought because Stein is the old head of the group it's like we get this picture of this generational kind of uh, picture like with him like that was totally like back in the day like yeah you well, this is on the radio. <laughs> like, here goes something, right? I'm sure it was on yeah. TV. Stein yeah. Uh, oh, and there was also a call back to Stein's uh, pot smoking in his youth. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. He, that's why he couldn't be an yeah, astronaut. That's what Jack yeah. said. He said it, it was the, near, the nearsightedness. He's like, yeah, and smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something we didn't even draw attention to. In like the uh, one of the first few episodes... They, he actually encounters his younger yeah. self. And where he's all uptight and precise, turns to find out he was a genius who was smoking weed and running through girls. <laughs> and, and it was yeah, a little... It was, it was, some, it was good it at was both. It was some angst in that episode because he, like, knocked himself out and... Yeah. Di- and, and then he didn't go... He, had, he didn't go to the party that night to meet, meet yeah. his wife. So he had to make sure he still met his wife. Yeah. yeah. And so he had to put that back together. But yeah, um, so he's the only one who, you know, isn't captured, okay? And this is where it got interesting because you weren't sure, like, quite which way it was going to go. Um, well, he, he jumps in. He, cap- he, he infiltrates the... Oh, yeah, well, not even him, I was saying, but yeah. Like, he ends up he putting on his beret and he busts in. And this was kind of a callback to Star Wars in that you have a lowly guard walking around... Uh, hero catches him off guard, takes beats him up, outfit, takes him uh, so yeah. like Certainly call back to Star Wars. That's what you do. And he took it so fast and put it on. Like that's it's specifically for that play. But yeah, it was really good. Um, <laughs> so the first thing that happens, um, so the pirate captain tries to board the wave rider. Um, but Rip initiates a protocol. It's like and he's able to like when they put him on video screen, he's able to say the right thing to Gideon. To make the defenses come up, like with these like special really codes, awesome. and then um, they just kept letting it them was talk. really good. Yeah, like shut him up. But then um, the pirates do end up uh, damaging the hull of the ship. So Sarah and Snart go to fix it, and they end up putting like enough cold on it to at least stop it. But they're still gonna freeze to death. They couldn't stop it all the way. Well, his right. gun ran out of um, charge. So- so mm-hmm. he couldn't see. Which is the first time we've seen it happen, but that's a good thing. Like, we need to see that. Yeah, we need to know the powers on infinite. It was way too... He's sitting there blasting the thing, and he's like, I don't know how long this thing can hold up. She's like, well, it better hold up for a little longer, blah, blah, blah. Click, click, click. I, oh, it couldn't wait one more scene before it ran out of, uh... Ran out of charge, or, or just let it run out of charge and not... And just have that scene instead of... Oh, it might run out of charge. Oh, it's run out of charge. Like, yeah. That's it. Silly that's all we got. So, yeah. But, so oh, but they are you know. stuck in that room because because they only filled it, sealed it halfway. Mm-hmm. The protocol of Gideon's override, or it won't, the override function won't work until, and those doors won't open so they can get back to the rest of the ship and, mm-hmm. until the breach is fixed. But they're out of charge. They can't seal it with, with ice, so they're just going to sit in there and freeze or lose oxygen or both. It was like a matter of who knows what: do we freeze to death or do we suffocate? 
and the cold yeah. was probably going to get him first. And, and the oh. snarts like, yeah, pretty ironic. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's like, oh, he had to do it. Like we need, we need our cold puns or our cold uh, draw callbacks. Uh, but yeah, so Stein is actually able to like rescue everybody. All right. Um, so Ray actually goes around the ship to repair the hull. Okay, but what happens is while we're locked up, um, you know, Mick kind of starts to get impatient to the point where Rip tells him, "Yo, you're only here because you were a package deal." All right. And this so was, Mick kind of in, in the first or second episode. Rip really went off on Mick and called him like a big dumb ape, and you know, really like got on him. And this was like another like ripping into him telling him how he really feels that you're just a big dumb idiot who's here to punch people and set stuff on fire and yeah. i wouldn't i didn't really like you said you're only here because the other guy wouldn't who i wanted who's smart and can get things done and uh wouldn't leave without you his side exactly and he yeah. said it in the way to make to to make him feel as small and stupid and insignificant just it's possible. Yeah. And it was in front of that woman who was the other Time Master whose ship got pirated. And they yeah. were in the brig with her. So he yeah. was feeling some kind of way of getting dressed down in front of this strange woman. Uh, and, and, and again, mate, and, and Rip was going for, you know, going for the jugular. Exactly. And so, yeah. And so Mick's like, hey, Tell the captain, tell the, yeah, he's like, tell the captain I want to cut a deal. And so he actually helps them infiltrate the Wave Rider and, um, you know, is about to take over the ship. Like, he goes on there, like, with his away team. And are they actually trying to take something off of, off of the Wave Rider? Um, so like, they needed, for, for Gideon to get some kind of update. They needed a part of her ship, some kind of yeah. like software update, and that's why they took the risk of uh, of going out there or something, right? Isn't that why they went? Yeah, that's why they went originally. And so they still, you know, need that to to, uh, and then they need to repair their ship. They took a shot from, you know, so that was Adam's, you know, mission to to go out and with his suit. And repair it that way yep. uh but but yes uh mick yeah tries to take over uh and at this point you're like oh he's just playing double I, agent no, you know he's playing double agent and just you know but nope i really thought he it really felt some kind of way like that was it like yeah. you know what he, he he saved me or he saved me quote unquote from a situation i didn't want to be saved from in 2046 these guys that's the time pilots like I'd rather if I'm going to be jumping through time I'd rather be jumping through time stealing stuff causing chaos not you know on this stupid super mission yeah. we're on on this nothing so ass he mission. really like yeah. uh, he really turned and, and it wasn't until he got on the ship and fired that fired his heat gun or whatever he did that they you know you realize oh crap rips in it for, or mix in it for for you know, revenge and his own, you know, selfish reasons. Yeah. 
so yeah, um, and, and it's funny, kind of like the background to this episode and a lot of the episodes, um, we kind of get not that we didn't know it, but we get Rip's full motivation. Like we find out that his his you know before she was his wife, um, his significant other was also a time master who ended up like their affair ended up getting caught and she took total responsibility for everything that happened even though so that they showed even though she was a better time master or at least a better like strategist soldier type you know getting out of tight situations the example they showed which is also like another Star Trek callback because kind of the thing they do in the in the new set of Star Trek movies there's like this uh, other Starfleet um Starfleet exercise that put Kirk against Spock. And, you know, Spock is Vulcan, so he's so logical you can't beat him. And Kirk low-key kind of cheated to win. Like, he changed the parameters of the game without anybody knowing. And so that's kind of what she did um, during that uh, during that training, where she, like, opened up the uh, the airlock, which wasn't a part of the criteria, but they still ended up winning. With right, and, 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 and I don't know how they did it in Star Wars, or Star Trek, but uh, the cat, the guy, like uh, uh, Rip, starts berating her, like, "Ah, you, you, you messed up. You opened the air, like you could have killed everybody." And the instructor's like, "But everybody got off. Everybody that we needed safe is safe. All the bad guys are dead. That was good thinking." And like, he's like, "Son of a, like, I can't win for, with the rules, and I can't, you know, I'm thinking, don't break the rules, but now she's break." So later, when they're having their, you know, I don't. I'm, you're going to re- resign for me? Why? You're, he's like, you're so much better. She's like, no, 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 no. He goes, why are you doing it? She's like, because uh, I was going to resign. She's like, I know, and I couldn't let that happen. This is your dream. He's like, yeah, I know, but you're so much better. Like, this is everything I want, but you're just so good at, at it, whether you want it as bad as I do or not. That's the worst, when someone doesn't even care, and they're just like, eh. You know, throwing up hook shots or jumpers and not even looking. And you out there in the rain, sleet, hail, or snow, you know, dribbling, shooting your jump shots, you, you know, your hundred sprints, and you still, you know, them not even trying. Still dog you in the one-on-one. <laughs> yeah. He texted Yeah, so she was giving it to him. Yeah, and then, like, we find them, like, making out off to the side and getting caught for it. Which was, you which know. was, like, that was y'all bad. Yeah, go Seriously. somewhere. Like, this is y'all time masters. First off, it shouldn't have taken uh, a person to physically catch y'all. It should be all kinds of surveillance and technology stuff. Uh, uh, And again, y'all were out and open. Y'all shouldn't have been felt comfortable canoodling like that. Um, And with 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 all kinds of presumably cameras and infrared scanners and heat monitors and stuff around. Alert! Alert! Mm -hmm pheromones pheromones you know like i'm surprised like something yeah. didn't happen you know someone's getting moist alert boner boner wow. alert. <laughs> yikes. yikes so yeah but yeah um so they end up uh you know beating mick and the pirates um so ripping them and rip was throwing great combination punches and when he finally beat the guy with like the jumping punch when he beat the pirates fantastic um so yeah the um the Acheron's captain who like you said was in there with them and 
you know, hated Rip, said he betrayed their cause and all that, um, she ends up giving him the upgrade because she understands, like, his motivation and why he did the things that and he did. And she's, her whole bias was that she didn't think he was, like, one of the things, she didn't think he was good at what he did. Like, so she yeah. saw, like, he's a really great captain and a good leader. Yeah. He delegated when he did and got stern when he needed. So she saw more than just legend of Rip, because everybody knows, even the pirates were like, oh, Rip, Rip the Hunter. Because he tried to front, like, what? Who am I? Like, no, 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 no. You're Rip friggin' Hunter. <laughs> Don't play coy. You know, so she probably, on the flip side, you know, hates him for those reasons that they, for those reasons that the pirates even know who he is, because they call, yeah. call him a legend and all that. Like, just cowboy stole a ship. He's no leader. He's no captain. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, elephant in the room. And because they actually, like, have these roundtable conversations sometimes, but it's like, yo, what are we going to do with Mick? The sign's like, where Rip's like, that brig isn't capable of long, it's not meant for long term uh, uh, confinement. Yeah. Like, it's torture. Like, you can't keep again. You know, he'll go crazy. And that's where we might as well just dispose of him or do whatever we're going to do. So, yo, I had a conversation where Mick was like, yo, I told you. Like, that time you knocked me out, that would be the last time. And we kind of get, you know, they allude to it a bit earlier, but they talk about how, you know, when uh, when Star first went to Juvie, them other kids jumped on him and were picking on him because he was a small kid, and Mick's the only one that had his back. And then, um... You know, basically, off-screen, well, you see Snart on-screen shoot his gun toward Mick's direction, and that's the last thing that you see. He's not dead. I have no way he's dead. No way. Like, I don't believe it. I don't think he is. So, like, they... is it... Okay, then the question is... Did you freeze him and leave him there? And then he falls out? And, you know, just enough time for you to, you know, get back to the ship and be like, yeah, we took care of him. And they leave, and you just left him in... Uh, where were they? Time wise, they didn't. They never specify where they were. Because 2046, they got out of there, and then they marooned. Man, uh, yeah. They don't specify where they. Well, are. really, because they're out, out in space. They're in deep space. But they never specify yeah, where they like. Trees. Yeah, where they stopped off yeah. or whatever. Exactly. Um, so, so did they? Yeah, did they just the leave them there? Did they? Yeah. A way to tell. So let's. Let's do this before um, we get into some thoughts. I want to tell you the names of the next, uh, the rest of oh, the episodes. Oh, I was just going to say, can we talk about the episode? Because 10 is the one I, uh, 10 is the one, episode 10 is what I was going to ask uh-huh. you. Like, progeny? So who's okay. who's coming back? Uh, or, yeah. like, who's coming back or who's new? Because, the way I understand it, did you watch True Blood at all? Okay, so the way they use the term progeny was, uh, what's what's tall, good-looking Norse vampire's name? Eric. So Eric's progeny was this lady who owned a bar, who was turned a vampire fairly recently. So it was like his understudy, it was like his, his, uh, his sidekick, more or less. So that's how they use the term progeny there. So I'm like, do we get somebody new? 
like somebody else jumping into the fold. Mm. That's what I'm thinking. Um, you know, we have. Um, what were you thinking as far as that? Went? I don't know. I, I don't know who has. I mean, Stein has a kid, right? I think so. Yeah. I think, I think they explained it specifically in the episode where where that involves Stein's wife and they brought her back or brought him back to her. Uh, I mean, like Rip could have. Rip, he have, uh, remember, uh, Rip's uh, the youngest time hunter. technically. Yeah. That's why I went um, right to Stein. Like, Cold could have, like Snark could have somebody. Like Kendra, probably not. Uh, Jackson Stein, well, Firestorm won't, it's not gonna be, but Jack certainly it's won't. Not gonna be, I don't think it'll be Sarah. No, it's not going to be Carter, like, making any kind of, uh... uh could it be Adam? Well, I tell you what, say it's not going to be Carter, the next episode is called Night of the Hawk. Oh, yeah. So, you know. So, the episode 8 is Night of the Hawk. Episode 9 is Left Behind. Mm-hmm. 10 is Progeny now. Look at the title for number 11. The Magnificent Eight. So it's seven. Now, of them. But it's, it's, is it seven of them now? Because it's Adam, Sarah, Rip, uh, Kendra, Snart, Jax, Stein, right? Seven. That's seven, right? So somebody's going to be in there. Maybe Mick makes eight. Maybe the progeny makes eight. You know, you never know. Um, Twelve is Last Refuge. Thirteen is Leviathan, which is, you know, for all intents and purposes, like I read it as a big ship, <laughs> you know, or a big vessel or something like that. So that's going to be like a big disaster type thing. And, of course, 14 is the proper, we're going to end the season title, River of Time. So that's, you know, like something big is happening leading into a hopeful season two at that point. And I think this will get another season. Like they're, you know, you're doing, you're doing two. Oh, they're doing, yeah, they're getting two and a half yeah. million people consistently, anywhere yeah. from two point two to two point eight million viewers consistently. Uh, well, two point eight was kind of outlier. And I think what you'll see, because um, I'm looking at kind of the patterns here, like the Star City episode jumped way up in ratings. So I think we're going to see more callbacks to things we're familiar with. Like, I think we're going to go to cities, even if we don't necessarily get, like, the heroes from respective cities, I think we're going to jump up in more places like that. Like, we might be in Gotham one day. Yeah. So, um... At what time? So, yeah. Yeah. So, Trent, we jumped through half of the first season um, in one sitting, man. And I think we can both say, and we've been raving about it, but this is a show we both really like. Um, for me personally, like I love how they handle the team dynamic. Um, I love how, even though you're going to have characters who get more focus, I love how they not just play toward, oh, we got to show this guy's power this week, but actually try to develop the characters and explain motivations and why certain personalities clash and why certain personalities match. I think they do a really good job of that. I think, like, with... Ratings being what they are, and a lot of shows probably already being produced, I think we might get a slightly better budget next year. And so, you know, things might look a little bit better. I mean, and they don't look bad. You know, 
They don't look bad. Not, not, not at all. Yeah, not at all. I don't want that one thing about their bridge to to in any way like is that taking away from the show? It's like nope. That's just 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 the one time where I go. Oh, that's not as good as everything as as everything else. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's a really good show. Like it makes me want to catch up on my Arrow, which I started to, and now I probably have some time there, but. Ooh, we talk about catching up. Trav, what's next week? Uh, Daredevil's next you're week. Right. That is correct. Daredevil is a week from Friday. Now actually, uh yeah, yeah, Friday, a week from yeah, Friday. Yeah, this will probably I'll I'll probably uh like unlike last year, I just kinda waited. I definitely didn't the day it dropped, you know, you were on it. You were two, three episodes in the first day it dropped, or the next day. Uh, I waited until May. I think it dropped sometime at the beginning of April. I waited until till May, so I waited five, six weeks to to jump on. And uh, but this time around, I'm probably gonna probably on that as, yeah. as soon as possible. Just, nope. just <laughs> number one for the sake of the show, and just because it's like, well. You know, everybody else. No, we got Electra and Punisher this season. So I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, I don't know if Punisher is going to be the central villain, but he's definitely going to be the recurring theme. Oh, he's going to be exactly. Because, I mean, yeah, because, you know, Punisher kills guys. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I like, Punisher. He no, he's certainly an anti hero, but he's certainly a hero. But. Um, it's that thing where, like, Batman Superman's gonna be, hey, hero, I'm also a hero, I but, because you do things a bit differently than me, we're gonna butt heads for a while. So, yeah, and then, like, they, they alluded to Electro in season one, but now she's actually there. So, yeah, they, um, yeah, they're going for it, like, that's next week, um, coming up super quick. And then, um, man, in, that's next week, in two weeks, we have Batman vs. Superman. Like that movie's coming out. Um, oof, it's it's a it's a great time to be a fan of comic books because we have so much like to sort through, um, like so much to watch. And of course now you have um, like all this new stuff to read because you're like back into that or you're into that kind of for the first go round. It's just um, yeah, like it's all it's a little overwhelming. Like, but I'm here for it. Like I'm I'm excited about Ghostbusters, even though that's something that's had a comic like all Lady Ghostbusters. I think looks pretty cool so far, and so I want to make sure I go see that. Um, mm. What about the, what's her face? She's the wise cracking non-scientist black lady. Yeah, which is you know, it's their formula, and they kind of go with. It. I like Leslie Jones though. I think I think she'll be fine. I don't think they're gonna do it over the top, like as far as she goes. Like it seemed even in the preview, like even though she was that lady, she seemed to play it fairly tame. Except when she like you know slapped shit out of her old girl. Any 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 Forget. quick thoughts on on uh, on um, what's her face playing Nina Simone Sanaa Latham? Or, um oh uh not Sanaa Latham uh what's her name uh yeah uh and old girl from uh Guardians of the Galaxy. She was okay in blue face. Um, she was okay in green face. Uh, no, I have a. I do have a problem with Zoe Saldana. Um, yeah, because no, because 
it's not even the color of her skin. It's that kind of the the thing people need to understand about Nina Simone was she excelled as a like a as black a dark skin R and B artist. A dark skin uh, unattractive if we could say it. Regular yes. looking black woman. There was yes. nothing She wasn't darker darker Zoe Saldana with some blemishes. Yeah. No, she was like she was not she conventionally was, attractive. No. She, I don't think she wasn't an ugly woman. She just was like yeah, not that ugly is not the word I'm yeah, looking for, but yeah. yeah. Just, oh, here's Nina, and she sings her ass off. Exactly. You know, my God, and, Nina, she's so beautiful. Whatever, whatever. But there's yeah. so many, and that's and again, when you're casting a movie, you don't necessarily have to look exactly like the person. Hey, Will yeah. Smith looks relatively like Muhammad Ali. Put him in a Muhammad Ali haircut, mm-hmm. do the accent. You know, he can. You know, we can get drawn in that that's Muhammad. That's Muhammad. Yeah, um, he can pass. Huh. But the fact that you, if you didn't feel comfortable having her play the part, because she can't play the part as light-skinned, wavy-haired Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Because, and only one of the main reasons, problems I have with it is because that was such a part of her act. act, act. Yes. It was a part That's of the crux. Her, 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 her outwardly political and social stances had the impact they had because they were coming from someone who looked and sounded like she did. So to have someone, uh, you know, to have uh, Saldana have to now darken, you know, look like a fool with this dark makeup on and his prosthetic nose, it's like you can't, it's no. And you just had so many more options. Like where is, who did, like, what 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 kind of narrow casting net was cast here? Here's the question: Who's your audience? Because I feel like the audience is us. I could be wrong, but if if your audience for this, I don't think they, this they artist is that, I don't think they're going there. That movie is for people, my mom and your mom okay, and maybe in hipster white kids not hipster yeah. but like but they're the and i mean if anybody our parents and then hipster white crowd they're the keeping yeah they want crowd. authenticity they want yeah. sit there and look at this dominican woman in the freaking clown makeup yeah yeah and it's like because you know how like if if, if people do uh portray people and they don't necessarily are the same exact shade so having her just be Give her a little hair thing, like that's way easier, you know. That to give somebody a, especially a woman or anybody, uh, hair is very easy, like wigs and, and that kind of thing. But they couldn't. Again, you just can't have her playing that in her light brown skin. It just doesn't work. Yeah, and the fact that you had to go all. and and cake this, you know, black makeup, brown makeup on her and put a plastic nose yeah. on her, she'll let y'all know, like ah, something. We, uh, we messed much. up <laughs> in this casting. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, I, you know, and it's, it, it's a knock. I'm not going to knock an, an, an ethnic actress for taking a job because so few jobs this, exist. This movie I'm not saying that's four years ago. And they, yeah. the way yeah. it was explained, they were talking about it on a nightly show. One of the women, uh, maybe Thede, uh, was saying she got, 
or it was the other one saying it to Robin Thede. She was like, "This guy cast four years ago, where she was coming off of coming off of Avatar, coming off of another oh, yeah. thing, and she was like hot." And they were probably like, "Look, baby, this is your Oscar moment. You're going to play this unconventional, you know, because all you got to do to to to, to win a, an Oscar is to play a, a mentally challenged person or somebody with an affliction, AIDS, blind, yeah. deaf, Helen Keller." You know, and that can be your thing. Well, in America, playing this dark-skinned, you know, uh, uh, nappy-headed black woman who sings about young, gifted, and black, you know, and the fact she didn't yeah. run away from who she was. Yeah, it's it's a story that needs to be told with as little yeah. distractions as possible. Yeah, like, because it takes away from the story. Like, you're, you're actually, like, bastardizing the message. And it's not... Her fault. It's not the actress's fault at all. Actress, actress got to eat. But, but you, you do. You, can, you can go. N- no, there. You can. You can yeah. have foresight and go. This yeah. This don't sound like a good plan to me. Nah. But yeah, that's. There's a lot of blame to go around on that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Travis, this has been uh, <laughs> spring break number two. We got one more of these. And gosh, I think we next week we really need to focus on. Um, well, we got. I think we got to focus on you know getting back to basics. We got to talk about season two of the Flash so far, and get ready for this. Um, get ready for this final stretch, man. We got. Um, we got Zoom, and we got. We had Zoom. Like I don't know what else to say. Like I know this first episode is going to be about another speedster, so we're introducing uh, that into the world. Speedster. Mm-hmm. We're introducing that into the world um, to let people know, you know, there doesn't just have to be one of these because we have, like right now, we have Wally West and, uh, what, Jesse Wells in the same universe as Barry Allen. So we could potentially have four speedsters lurking, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'd say um, there's definitely a lot to touch on there, similar to what we did today. And, uh, you know, talk about what we expect to happen going forward. Um, because, look, if we found all these episode listings for uh, for Legends of Tomorrow, I'm assuming they're out for The Flash, too. So that'll be oh, some absolutely. fun speculation there. Oh, um, you mean the, four, the, what, the, the titles for the episodes that haven't happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. So, um, yeah, before we get out of here, um, we do have a brand new iTunes review. Oh, cool. Yeah, so um, it's from our buddy, uh, Chris Calamita, and it's titled, uh, Great Show. Um, You won't find a better breakdown of The Flash anywhere on the net. Five stars. Perfect. Generic enough for... So much. Generic enough uh, to be, like, people don't know. But, like, mm, did he even listen to the show? He just don't. The fun thing about it, um, when he does listen, he lets oh. me know because we, he does um, retweet the stuff. But again, that yeah. just maybe he just looked no, up. And what he does, he says, um, like a lot of times because I remember, like, our goal from the beginning, like, we want to put these up like that night or yeah, the yeah. next morning. So we're like first up. But wake um, up. Yeah. he's like, yo, you put them up too fast because I ain't watched yet. But then, like, when he gets around to it, we do look at it. And, yo, uh, shout-out to my man, Brian Atkins, man. Not only does he, um, like, listen to every episode, as he's listening, I don't know, sometimes you get yeah. to see it. Like, he'll, he'll like, hit us on Facebook 
and be like, okay, this is what I'm hearing. Okay, uh, well, like this is if you guys didn't know this was going on. on Facebook, so only if I'm well, yeah, and it's he, funny because he he's not in the group anymore. Did he leave? Um, did something happen? Yeah, well, no, I think he just. It, I don't think it was his speed. But, even um, even can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Wait a second. He was in. But he was we, in um, that friggin' place. But we're not his speed. Like we're cool. Well, he's in both. Yeah, I mean, we are cool, but that's that's not his mode. So no, he's in um another group. It's like a um it's like specifically like comics and stuff. And so like I'll post up uh the new episode from the SoundCloud link, and he will um like he'll listen to it. He's like, all right, well when I watch or when I listen to it, I'll let you know. And then like he'll just you know like live stream a thought. Like, as he's going, he's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, I saw this, and I saw that, and, like, he's so, you know, because he ran his own comic book store um, for a minute. I don't know if he still does, but he's, like, super knowledgeable yeah. about, like, everything that's going on, so he's kind of able to, um, like, fill me in on stuff as it's going on if I'm not, like, totally up to it. So, yeah, I appreciate that, man. It's funny, last week he said, uh, so, anyone watch last week's Legends of Tomorrow? Or maybe we should just listen to Cameron Hawkins talk about it on his podcast. I was like, hey, there you go. And so, yeah, um, and even on top of that, like, his buddy, uh, Keith, was like, yo, um, he's like, I haven't had a chance to listen to a full episode. He said, I try to listen, but it doesn't give me the option to pause it. And so what it is, that's him playing it on his phone through SoundCloud. Because, you know, their pause button is located when you, like, open the screen back up and then click on the screen and then you can see the play button. Like, their, like, their feed is a bit different. But he did subscribe on Stitcher, so we're good. Like, so he has it. So, yeah, shout out to Keith. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, I, gosh, I really appreciate you Hell guys. Yeah. Um, we're always getting, like, new feedback. People are listening. And, hey, um, like, I'll get, like, my buddy, um, I don't know if I told you this a while back, my buddy was a firefighter. was like, yo, like, I listen to the show, and you never know who's listening. I was like, oh, it's so cool listening at the firehouse. So, um, yeah, like, you guys have been great. I was talking to uh, – talking to a friend of mine, Brittany, today, and she's like, yo, how's the show going? And then I just showed her, like, kind of the stats and stuff. She's like, yo, that's really good. I think, like, podcasting is the new the new rapping. Yeah. That, and what I mean <laughs> is, like, you know, like, well, you know, like, even living like this, like, 10 years ago, like, you hear you got a buddy who raps, and you're like, oh, okay. You know, that's cool. Because it's your boy, so you can't, like, you're, they're like, that's a cool thing that you're doing. But I don't know how I feel about you doing that because I know you, so it's kind of off-putting. So then, like, I'm like, oh, how's the podcast going? And then you're like, oh, well, these are our five-star reviews, and these are the numbers. I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't, oh, that's really cool. So they're all, like, taking it back. But, no, I just think you've had so much practice at this, and then you've let me do your show so many times. We just kind of can talk about things. And just go for a while, and people appreciate the conversation. So, like, as long as you guys keep listening, we'll keep doing it. So, it's really appreciated. You know, I say, um, talking about next week, I got a lot of stuff going on next week, man. I finally got some of these schedules that my buddies are doing for South by Southwest. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to catch up with them and sit them down and talk to them, man. It's going to be a task. (laughs) Like, I'm going to have to get with them, like, hopefully, like, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday because... That weekend, it's going to be ripping and running, man. No time to stop. Like, I'm going to be carrying a backpack around with a laptop and a microphone in it. And <laughs> be like, yo, let's post up here for about a half hour and let's just talk. Which I can probably do. It's just how many places are going to let me take a backpack in. It's kind of the same. Oh, it's South by. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's basically like, you know, when I take you guys to 6th Street, all the 
everybody's performing at those bars. Like, that's what it is for the okay. most part. Unless you have a big venue, like, all those bars are open all day with live music going. So, you know, we'll see. Um, definitely a couple of people I'm, I'm definitely going to get a hold of. But, you know, we'll see how much we can get done. Um, so we'll talk again tomorrow. Of course, you guys tune in, uh, all you wrestling fans, too. The uh, PW Torch East Coast Cast. You can listen to it eastcoastcast.com. Uh, Trav, what's the number that they can call in? Uh, if you want to listen live or participate, you can uh, just call in uh, on the hotline, on the Constellation line, 347 202 And you can listen through that line, or if you press 1 you can, while we're on live, you can raise your hand and. Uh, and say something if i see an odd area code or a strange number because we have our regulars i'll i'll get you on or email east coast audio show at gmail.com and say hey i'm you know Stu from you know poughkeepsie poughkeepsie but i want to i listen to fan by fan but i want to talk about some wrestling i'll get you right on yeah you get you get priority and if you're and if there's a Stu from poughkeepsie (laughs) seriously call in just so you like even if you're even if you're not Stu from Poughkeepsie, like just do that. Like we want that to happen. Uh, but yeah, man. And and the um the second South Congress episode, I said that was going to be up over this last weekend. Um, so there was a a bit of a disagreement. There's a little bit of information I have to edit out of that. Just a little bit. Uh, there's going to be like some bleeps in there, but that's still going up here pretty soon. I think it's vital, man. I think that's that's for the culture. That was fun. Like that's. One of the most grown-up things I've ever done, so I got to put that out into the world. It was a, it was a lot of fun sitting down, uh, talking to the, uh, what the almost newlyweds I should say, the couple about to take that plunge. So that was a good time. Um, and, and we actually are doing the second, uh, I guess third episode this weekend is coming Saturday, so that'll, uh, that'll be up at a later point. Um, but yeah, guys, all the ways to reach us again, um, on Twitter, you can find me at Seahawk, C-E-E-H-A-W-K, um, Travis Trav Lord, uh, T-R-A-V-L-O-R-D, um, both of those same handles would be our Instagram handles, uh, for the actual podcast on Twitter, it's going to be South Congress with a K, for Instagram, it's going to be South Congress Podcast, um, all one word, no punctuation. Uh, but yeah, man, I think that's about it. This has been the South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show, Spring Break episode number two, where um, we covered basically episodes one through seven of CW's Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back next week with some uh, flash overview, hopefully leading into the uh, the end stretch of season two here. For Travis Bryant, I am Cameron Hawkins, and we're out. I think I'm Malcolm Little. I think I'm Du Bois. Think I'm Vonnegut. I'm the new Freud. Think I am the leader. Leader of the people. Goddamn, I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero. I'm Martin Luther, please say the junior, I'm coming soon son, this is not a rumor, rhyme divine, I spit history fools, I sound like I'm schooled in the mystery schools, 
sound so Egyptian. When I be flipping, flawless precision. Like I am a hitman. I've been on the list, man. Now I'm on top of that. Stop the cat. You can't see me. Let you copycat. Yep, I am the captain of the Navy. Yep, and the blazer still Navy. Niggas, raise your cups up. Hope you drink well. Young and I got famous on the fucking ink well. I was out the ring while y'all was writing lies down. I'm in the booth now. Yeah, chop your pies now. They all simpletons. They wishing for my end. They sounding like many men.